Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. It's your host, Dave Neal. You're in for a treat today. As you probably know, you've looked at the time code. This is a long episode. Don't be afraid, friends. Look, if you can't check it all out in one sitting, that's okay. This is a four-person chat amongst friends. Uh, it's myself, Dave Neal, Tasha Courtney, and then uh, two longtime podcast guests returning together, Gilbert Galan and Channing Apodaca, two really good friends of mine. We all have a unique story how we met um, kind of uh, through unique circumstance, and uh, we've stayed close friends, don't always get to see each other. Um, probably been about a year since we've all met in person. And when it came time to end the episode, about an hour in, um, usually I end the episode because I feel like the guests want to go and I'm like, ah, oh, we gotta go. So I was like, ah, oh, we should wrap it up. And they were like, why? Let's go. Let's keep talking. And so I was like, oh, we'll go an extra minute. And then we doubled it and we did two and change. So I hope you enjoy this one. It's, um, a chat amongst friends. Sometimes I wonder how pathetic I'm coming off, you know, talking about finances and things like that so openly, but like, I don't know. I'm just trying to like beat the shame out of it. You know, when you talk about like where you're at in your life and what you want and where you're going it's like, I'm not trying to hide behind the curtain here, folks, so hope you enjoy it. Um, feel free to tell me how pathetic I am. Uh, if you have any questions or any uh, advice or comments, uh, feel free to write in sexactuallypodcast.gmail.com. You know, follow us on Instagram, send a note there. People message us from all different avenues. Uh, so many good things going on. Uh, this is episode number 301. We've hit that 300 threshold, lucky threes, and um, nothing but uh, love and happiness and a bunch of uh, fun things in the works. So I hope you guys stick around for all that. Um, anyway, you're going to love this episode. So check it out. Share it with your friends. Retweet it on Twitter. Do all those fun things. Uh, enjoy number 301. better oh yeah okay keep it on do you want to use it yeah, okay fine so i'm in the um i think people want to hear this uh you look like you filled out more like you finally like you finally hit p he said it over and over he meant yo you look like you filled out more bro it's like uh you got bigger dog your dick's chubbier now you have more blood in the head of your dick is what he means. Why is we, we talking about filling out and you immediately go to penis? Every time this guy goes to penis. You know what? I've realized this has just happened very recently, but I've realized that Dave has like a very crude sense of humor. Like, we'll be you watching this. just realized that. I know. I d- it didn't That's why he's doing so well. <laughs> no, it's gotten worse. It's definitely gotten worse. Every time we watch a show, he'll be like, them or like something ridiculous. Dude, Dave will always do this when we're in public. Some girl will walk by and he'll go, bro. <laughs> and he'll give me eyebrows Dude, you're practically engaged yeah. I do that to dudes when dudes walk by that are in shape I'll be like, that dude's chest is bouncing Look how fucking Do you think it's age that has made you awkwardly horny? I think I've just always had this Some um, sort of uh, lens that I see life through But I think he used to keep it quiet And now, sorry I'm chewing yeah. Now that it's working on stage Like his dirty jokes It's given him like oh. more confidence to be um, just I, dirty I all the time I have filthy material now 
It's so weird. You used to do more like simple. Yeah, I'm like, a Christian comic. I know. Like, hey, Dad. <laughs> no. Hey, back at <laughs> Dad. It's like that was like your, your bit. That's literally my bit. <laughs> that was a bit. Oh, what? Right. Do you have any other bits of mine you want to do? Ooh, I forgot. There's a Ladies lot. and gentlemen, we're Chaining Apodaca and Gilbert Galan, Tasha Courtney, and myself, Dave Neal. This is episode number three hundred and one. We're saying whoa because we were lied to. We yeah, were, well, we were no, no, that no. It was if, episode three hundred. It would have been if you guys could have recorded yesterday, but Gilbert decided, and I, I mentioned this, I think, on the on yesterday's episode that I'm very moody with my friends, especially if they don't get back to me within twenty four hours. Oh, I get back in forty eight. That's my. You're, you, you get back to <laughs> me. I mean, friendship. late is better than never. <laughs> yeah. You treat me like a grandfather you don't want to see. Like, like <laughs> you, you'll message me once a year to check up on me, but. But I do like, always check up on you. This like, is like you having to come to the hospital to visit me. I think this hurts you right now. Look, I'm just... Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> you're getting so frail. I am. It makes me sad to see you get so frail. Now, can I do a quick... Uh, time out. This person is frail. This is like my grandma yeah. right here. Why are you taking your pills on air? Uh, they have to be done in the morning. I have been cleaning all morning because someone surprised me with, oh, people are coming over in 20 minutes. Oh, really, Dave? Dave's texted... Well, I don't I'm know like, if you heard, but we were supposed to be here yesterday. <laughs> Dave also texted us saying, uh, oh, guys, I'm waking up really early this morning. I got to clean the house. I did. I, I woke up at I 8. I think Tasha did it, though. No. no, I woke up at 8.30 and cleaned. Anyway, um, to, to for those who are new listeners, Gilbert and I were roommates mm-hmm. because Gilbert uh, found me on Craigslist, as you do. Oh, yeah, sent me a nice that. resume with a headshot. He said a headshot. Which actually... No, me, you did not. He's, like, he sent a headshot. <laughs> Um, I, I, I cleared him. I cleared him to be a member of the house without telling my sociopathic roommates. Do you still talk to the not at roommate? all? No, they're fine. They're whatever. They're okay. But um, do you? <laughs> no. I get a text from the B sometimes. But I lied and told them that I was friends with Gilbert already because I really liked Gilbert and I want and they they didn't want like random people moving into the house. But hey, tell me so I can get the story straight too. Yeah, I didn't share that Idiot. story. Did you? But did you blow it? Did you say no? That- because he that he I move in. Then Dave's like I'm going to New York <laughs> and then leaves. So I don't really get to interact with you at all, really. Yeah. And then I they're like, oh, so how do you know Dave from like the scene? I'm like. Yeah, the scene of the internet. <laughs> we met on the, the Craigslist scene. The Craigslist scene. We met on the list. Anyway, fast forward, we lived together. Good. I was single when we met. So Gilbert and I have had a... False. Been t- I was single when we met. False. What? what, what? I knew about her because yeah. I came in during one of your first big fights. I don't know what it nah, was about, but he was if crying. You look at, if you look at the... Uh, we'll get to that. I think it, he just really liked me back then. Oh, you haven't yet. But we weren't yeah, together. No, but I didn't know how to deal with Tasha the way I know now. And I play this video game at an expert level. So the things that... I don't get mad at the little thing. It used to be she would like leave me and I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Why won't you talk to me? And then I would make it worse by like trying to be a normal human and talk to her. But now i like, just let her burn it off. She's just a firecracker. She has to burn it off. She has to explode. She has to, to make... process, possibly? Yeah, she's, yeah that's yeah. the nice way of saying it. Anyway, okay. we became friends. Uh, we auditioned for that Bud Light project, and that's how we met Channing, a very skilled improviser slash stand-up comedian. Hey, thanks, and then man. Channing and I became friends, and Gilbert left us. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty much how the story ends. I felt like you replaced me with another minority, and that pissed me off. Yeah, well, just like a slightly less brown. Yeah, a whiter minority. A smaller head. <laughs> he was like, I can't be walking around with this Hawaiian-looking guy. He even wore a Hawaiian shirt to this body. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not helping you do look like Aloha! <laughs> Mahalo! You're Gilbert, like why are you dragging a ham? <laughs> <laughs> You're the friend that comes in every third episode just to say hi, and then you leave. It's, it's a crazy reoccurring, on reoccurring like a guest. Watermelon yeah. or something. So we met, yeah, on the Bud Light. Man, mm-hmm. what a weird audition that was. Yeah, because I had to do improv. Did you guys improv. audition together, or you just... We did. 
Really? You all? You two? Did you? I no, recommended I, you. Gilbert recommended me. That's how I got the job. Because they wanted a stand-up. So, yeah, yeah, and, someone would stand up. And I wasn't going to go to the audition because I was coming from baseball. So I was in my baseball clothes. I smelled horrible. And I was like, these auditions always suck. But it was fun, right? But because we had to do improv, and I was like, I'm not fucking. It's I not your thing. It's not my yeah. thing, you know. What I mean? But I'm, it's not like I'm a doctor, like with no. I've studied improv, but it's really not how I prefer to be seen on stage. But then we we got <laughs> cast or whatever. Then Channing, and then we all met during rehearsals and stuff. And then we of course spent like four or five days in Catalina, you know, we, shit we, on people. We all, and, do we all still hang out with that one guy? No, he's gone. The black guy? <laughs> no, no. I still. I think I just recently like unfollowed him on all social media. Well, you, you dude, shouldn't have mentioned he was black because now it's going to sound racial, and it's not. He was just kind of a weird dude. <laughs> no, he definitely was. However, you made it racial. I'm saying he was a tall black guy that probably liked Japanese anime. That kind. <laughs> this is a Filipino making these accusations. No, I'm white. My name is Dave Neal. My name is Dave Neal. Do you still do fat black guy voice? Is that still a thing that you've got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Tasha Courtney. Yum, yum. And so if guy, if, smooth. If a guy said that and you're walking in public and it's dark, you don't know his race, what do you do? He looks at the birds. Hey, hey Tasha Courtney. Yum, yum. It's tough because no, it's like, it. play it out. I'd go, let's fucking keep walking. <laughs> what am I going to do? Dave's right, like, walk faster, walk faster. Hey. Look, fellas, I don't want any trouble. Hey, bitch. Hey, I'm gonna, hey bitch, I'm going to take your girl. Listen, mister. Uh, no, there's nothing you can do. You can't win. And then I've been talking about I'm this. I'm 17, and I ain't no bitch. You can't win these arguments when there's a dude hitting on a chick. You have to get the girl out of the, you know, you got to get them to safety, and then you can talk shit. But unless it's like, unless we're coming to fisticuffs, you know, what am I going to do? Okay, but watch this. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a girl. Oh, my God. Your abs are amazing. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I'm not threatened at all. Tasha should be. Wow. We, we that is a good response. Not I'm not threatened at all. I do stand up, and I think girls look at me fondly from, from the audience, and I think Tasha should be threatened by that. I'm That's not all. worried Longing, about it. They look at you longingly like, man, when's he going to get off? <laughs> so pictures of me online. When yeah. is he going to? So, and, then, and then Channing. So we're all bonded in different ways. Um, yeah, of course, Gilbert abandoned us, and then Channing. Yeah. And then we had, and then last year we had. Why are we not including her? I I feel like we bonded too. The Southern yeah. Pride man. All day. I'm sure you did. You bonded when you gave our whole house scabies that one time. So that's <laughs> okay. Let's Wait, move forward. What? Yeah, no, don't worry Gilbert, about it. Gilbert, Gilbert had. No, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Were you in Auschwitz <laughs> for a little bit? That's how we lost seventy pounds that year. Just scabies. <laughs> you did lose a lot of weight. You went from what two twenty to one two thirty. You met me when I was still fat, Bert. And yeah. then you left for New York for ten years. When Josh moved in, then I dropped down to one forty five. And then I gained back up to 190. I'm like, dude. You I'm went up to 190? Back Jesus. up to 190. Then I dropped back to 160. Then I went back. Now I'm at 170. You're 170? So that's probably what you should be. I'm Are at 175. for a fight? I should. No, you and should. You, and and you, um, but you managed to lose all that weight really fast. The, yeah, with the ketogenic diet. But I'm you sure did, you guys you did keto yeah. before it was like popular. Yeah, I was like on like Reddit, like what is this thing? I'm gonna just start eating eggs and. And butter. you're you're the sample. Like when I tell people, like, dude, my buddy lost like 80 pounds just drinking coffee with butter. That's so true. It's you, crazy. To, what do you guys eat? I feel like you guys are have such a different diet. When no, I no, uh, she used to no eat Taco gluten, Bell no dairy, time. no sugar. Why? Lime. Lyme oh. disease. So basically, what I'm what the goal is is to reduce like chronic inflammation. 
Is that so what like, Lyme disease is, that inflammation? Well, it's kind of what makes it worse. Mm. So, so your body is fighting like a systemic infection. And because of that, it like can't do its other processes the way it's supposed to. So you have to eliminate basically all foods that are like um, known for being like high allergen foods. Mm. Um, I think systemic, there's a list over there actually. Systemic infection would be a great like heavy metal band name. <laughs> but yeah, so no. okay, folks. gluten, all right. dairy, Jesus sugar Christ. are all gone. And then I have a food allergy test that I have to send in with hair samples to determine the rest of the things that I cut. And I think one of them is going to be tomatoes, which makes me really yeah, sad. But like case. every time I eat tomatoes lately, my joint pain is worse. I'm well, they're like, acidic oh, and they cause inflammation. That's why Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. But All I those things tomatoes. you gotta get rid of. So what's this diet called? Isn't that just paleo? Isn't everything just not to inflame? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. I mean, well, paleo well, you, is paleo is caveman, right? Caveman. Yeah. yeah, I do eat some meat, but I still don't eat a lot of. You meat. You need to name the diet after you. You need the Tasha Courtney diet. Tada! Whatever How did you yeah. find out that you had this? Like you were just super yeah. sore one day, and it. Um, it I was and... like. Uh, suspicious that I had it for a while because um, my cousin's wife had it and um, I got bit by a tick like five years ago and she just kind of made me nervous about it. She was like, you need to go to the doctor immediately, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I was kind of on the lookout for symptoms that... You got you got it from a tick? That's how yeah, you get it. Yeah, that's how you get oh. it. Ticks how are you going to let her do that? How are you not going to protect your girl from ticks? That's the thing. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a hey, tick. I won't bite her ass. <laughs> what you want to do, bitch? Tick walks up to her on the street, bites her on the ass. ass. What do you what do? What do you say, Dave? Right, well, listen, mister, we don't want any trouble. <laughs> listen, Mr. Bug. Okay, you back up. You're going to have to... Inf- okay, no, look. So, she... Uh, yeah, it carries um, different uh, co-infections. So, she has three of the worst co-infections, right? It's like eight... Uh, like, Congrats. Like, lime is basically different... Um, like one's like Bacteria. close to malaria. Yeah, that's a protozoan infection that attacks Ooh. your red blood cells. So, oh, and they have lots of drugs and they have right what's now. called Lyme rage, which is um, an irrational mood you get from Lyme. So, this is actually finding all this out was it was good for the relationship because I can at least be like she's not always a bitch. It's just the Lyme, and. Um, I've only known her to have Lyme, so I don't know if she's got... I mean, because you, you, you yourself have said you've got crazy anxiety sometimes. It's, like, overwhelming, all these things. And, and I, I know that feeling sometimes. Like, like, because I've given up sugar, when I do eat sugar, the next day, I, I can't manage my fucking life. Do you have this after a cheat day? No, I did it this weekend at a wedding. I was a keto, basically, for three weeks, getting ready to, like, for all these five weddings this month, just wow. so I can fit in a suit. Go to this wedding. It's my family, so they're just feeding me rice, and I'm like, that's just basically sugar. Yeah, feeding that pastries. When I see a croissant, I don't get one; I get three because that's the rule. <laughs> and I just ballooned up, and I cannot control but, it. The sugar, like, it's just the so. Sugar. How does it affect your head? Like Dizzy. your ability to make decisions, Dizzy. your irrational ability, or whatever. Say that word one more time. Irrational. <laughs> what episode of the podcast? Three hundred and one. Do you speak English? <laughs> no, speak English. Whoa, still racist as ever, huh? Damn, Dale. Still racist. So, how? Why? Who's getting married? And are you taking the girl? Like, let's rewind. Tell me about your life. You were this single dude, and now you're like. Remember, I wasn't that. Uh, what was that like? I was. Uh, I don't know. If you knew about this. You were I was doing that. Zone I was by that chick. Yeah, oh, we should call right now. She's getting married too. Yeah, she is getting married. Had, we're still. Wait, Instagram you went to the wedding friends. of an ex. No, 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 no. We're talking about when the last time I was on this podcast with them, I think we were talking about that girl. Hashtag shout out to Rude Unicorns. 
Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Just Sarah. Sarah. She's a producer on... You, she, everyone knows she's like an Insta-famous Producer on BuzzFeed. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, but no, when we me. met, it was like that. And then but also, you liked that shit. You liked her. And yeah, she and really she like was her. kind of like... Flirt, like, probably liked to flirt with you, but wasn't taking it. Yeah, because I was still fresh in my uh, pickup artist game days. Remember, I was Did like you reading read all the those. Game? Really? I read parts of the game. I would watch this YouTube channel called uh, Simple Pickup. It's a bunch of Asians. Three, three, three Asian guys. Huge following, too. I think I've Huge. seen that. Did one of them have really bad acne? Uh yeah yeah <laughs> the classic videos. Asian guys with those bad acne uh no but they would like pick up girls by just like they're like all nerds but they're like if you're just funny and that's your personality you be yourself you don't give a fuck then that's how you beca- uh, create this attractive quality about yourself so they just do some dumb pickup lines and make fun of them being Asian themselves self deprecating and girls loved it and they just like take home girls all the time well that sounds like a nicer version of what I'm imagine when I hear but pick o- up. but only because they're Asian if those were three white guys you would think that they're fucking well, you know Jay, what I mean? Pick up Asha, right, pick her up right now. Go. Just do one line. You can only say one line. Hey, girl. Then you're done. Done. Stop. Stop. Did hey, it. look. Stop. Stop. That's it. That's Did all it. you get. Did it hurt <laughs> when you go. fell from heaven? No. Fat penguin. Wow. Fuck you, Dave. Fat penguin. So, like, I would do stuff like this all the time. Hold I'd on. I want to finish mine. Fat penguin. What is that? I just wanted to say something to break the ice. Ah. That's pretty good. See, so that's the reaction you want is that. Yeah. Minus his weird smile. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to? You yeah, go-to? I'd always go like, I'd stop. Excuse me. Uh, do you know where the nearest pharmacy is? Uh, Clearly she does. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you. Pill pill? <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to talk to you. And like, they're always caught off guard and you just talk. Why pharmacy? You can say anything, Channing. <laughs> hey, do you know where the nearest Channing Apocado is? Not my name. <laughs> avocado. Is it cheddar avocado? But but don't you think that the the people now say like, well, you're bothering a stranger. She didn't give you consent to talk to her. Is that too far? Hey, people, no, hey, le- hey, leftists, people, go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. That creates, what are you talking about? Can't talk to someone? I'm just saying, on the street. There's the a difference th- between walking up to someone and, like, trying to say hi and, like, continuing to annoy them after they've made it clear yeah, that they don't want to Yeah, there's a difference between, like, engaging in in conversation and just harassing someone. And I'm with you guys, but there is a line that has to be drawn between what's catcalling to what is, like, consent. Like, they don't... Yeah, there is a line. Like, don't be you disrespectful. You're talking yeah. to them without their consent. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. Well, catcalling is immediately sexualizing somebody, right? Yeah. yeah. Off the bat from a distance. Well, how else are you going to get their attention when they're on the other side of the street? Pull your dick Come out. Come on. Hey, lady! You're looking good! No, if I honest... For an honest answer to that, i just go like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on! Rock away. Run, 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 run. You're very pretty. Do you know where the U.S. pharmacy is? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, would you ever respond to somebody who came up to you and was just like, I'm sorry, I'd never do this. I'm so nervous. I just... And you're actually so are nervous. Yeah. You are so pretty. I don't want you... I don't want this to come off as, I'm picking you up. I just... I had to let you know. I thought I'd be like, okay, thanks. Jeez, I want to fuck Chandler. Yeah, I feel that. like that's not that's that's See, totally very fine. different from this guy over here. Hey, <laughs> the penguin, the penguin. <laughs> you ever seen Batman or the penguin? <laughs> this is penguin been eating tomatoes. Hey, hey, do, that you, do you know Danny DeVito? He's a penguin. <laughs> Breaks the ice. Sir, I'm going to sleep with you. That was good. <laughs> well, we all can agree that I've got how about, how about this one? a how about level this one? of sex appeal that Gosh, cannot be denied. Hey, girl, are you. Are you a Corona? Because you look like you got limes. <laughs> Here's 40 pills. <laughs> I'm your doctor. 
Wait, how would you pick up? That would be good line pick up. I'm man. not picking up any guy. A girl. Pick up a girl. Tasha has zero skill in having to pick someone up. I she disagree. just she just never had to develop a muscle no. that was like how to how to pick. No. She has the the awkward factor. You, are you kidding me? When she wants to have sex, yeah, she she'll poke me and smile. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be like uh, and I'll be like, "What?" Romantic. And she'll be like, <laughs> Ew! What? No, she has not. no idea. She has no idea what like a normal person does. I will to, like, say I've never had to pick up any <laughs> dudes at a bar, yeah. so it's really not something that I would like, you know imagine? how to do. But I feel like if I wanted to, I would just walk up and like I don't know, stand there and Remember, let them okay, talk to me. <laughs> bullshit! Remember the time? Okay, so a couple. Wow! It's the famous. <laughs> how many followers is she up at? What, she, listen, excuse me. Let couple, me climb down off my steed so thou can speak with me. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we went to Lachey's, Nick Lachey's bar in Cincinnati. Oh, just Lachey? You're talking about Lachey? It's called Lachey's. Oh, okay. It's called Lachey's. I mean, this name dropper is disgusting. We go there and we go to the bartender and I say, "Is Nick ever here?" We're all, we're all drunk and he's like, "Yeah, he's around the corner. Go say hi." And and originally Tasha and her sister were like, "Well, yeah, we'll go say hi to him." Blah blah blah. And then as soon as they knew Nick Lachey was in the bar, they fought their assholes clenched. They got nervous <laughs> and they they were like, "Ah!" And I was like, "Come." Come on, let's go talk to him. And my ability to walk up to a stranger, and even though it wasn't a guy I wanted to fuck, it was the same situation. That's all it is. It's the same thing. It's the same situation, mm-hmm. though, because it's like a fucking celebrity. And I was like, oh, let's go. And they were the most nervous, like, cowering little fangirls. And it goes to show that you've never had to, like, you just, you know what I mean? He, yeah, in, I don't have that muscle. But it, also, 98 Degrees, really? Fuck yeah. Same reaction They're with from in- Cincinnati. Name oh. one other member of 98 Degrees. She doesn't know. Uh, what's his brother's name? Drew Lachey. Drew. Drew. Great. Look how she did give a <laughs> That's fuck like a about half you. answer. Hey, Drew, you're still welcome to be a guest on this podcast. Even though Tasha doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> women don't need to learn those skills. It's just not a skill women need to learn. But men need to learn if you want to if you want to be with what a about in the lesbian woman. community. I don't yeah, know. Dave, tell us about the lesbian community. I remember well, your lesbian <laughs> joke about looking like a tennis player from the seventies. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch an old clip to prepare for <laughs> yep. today's video? Yep. In the lesbian, <laughs> really? Look, in, in any in any relationship, there's a masculine and a feminine. It can be through a gay couple, straight, transsexual, whatever. So there is going to be someone who has to be the hunter and the hunted, if that's the way you want to put it. And I don't think people would like it to be put that way, but that's how it is. So one person pursues the other one. It's never two people walking across a train path and just they lock eyes and they both hit on each other. No, at the same but you time. have like mutual attraction. But I'm just saying, in our case, we would have never been dating if it wasn't for me really pushing for us to date and trying different techniques and then just flat out asking you when, not, when nothing else was working. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so Gilbert, you've had, you, you're, you're in a relationship now. Like, I'm sure you must have pursued her. Two years tomorrow. Wow. What? And she doesn't listen to podcasts. She's so, under, so yeah, I want to propose to you next year. <laughs> Are you gonna? Guess what? You don't listen to podcasts, so I can say it. Is she, <laughs> is she a Filipino? She is. Guess. She is. Uh, so first Asian girl I've ever. Vietnamese. Yeah. No. Laotian. Very good guess. No. Um, not Phil- Is it close to the Philippines? Cantonese. She's not Southeast Asian. Um, American so she, Samoa? She's not dark. Is that like Asian? It. She's not dark. She's Korean. Oh, is she Filipino? Closer. Um, Japanese? Karate. You guys won't what get did it. you guess? Taiwanese? Damn. Damn. But the way you said it was so 1940s white guy. <laughs> Taiwanese? I came back from the Orient and I went to the Taiwanese. <laughs> God, they got some spices Chinese Taipei. <laughs> white. So you I, I took a trip up to Chinese, Chinese Taipei, Taipei to go get some bar. Some basmati rice, best basmati rice I've ever had. By the way, <laughs> sweetheart, do you mind putting on some warm water? Hey, Groundlings, you fucked up. I don't know <laughs> what accent that is, but I need him. I love that guy on every episode. Do a whole podcast. <laughs> oh, no, she's Taiwanese, which I didn't like. Really How'd you young. meet her? Oh, so, so you like him spicy, huh, Sean? More actually, not spicy. 
Taiwanese very plain in flavor. Dude, I had a I had an ex girlfriend who was uh, Filipino, and you told me this every day we met. Like every when we first met, you told me about this girl. I know. Time. <laughs> I dated a Filipino once. I'm like, yeah, get the, calm the fuck down. I get it. I ha- I've had lupia. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. Like I got this one too. You got yeah. a card. But of them. I I was telling somebody I was working at like a convenience store at the time, and this lady was asking me about my girlfriend, and I go, uh, Yeah, she's Filipino, and she goes. You like them spicy. <laughs> and I've never had spicy Filipino Which is funny because there's no, we use no spicy <laughs> And I was like just kind of like, <laughs> yes. like, yeah. <laughs> I had to like, I did an introspective like download of myself. Do I like them spicy? Did you meet her family? <laughs> yeah. Did they like you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They loved me. Well, you like, you got the Mexican One spice. of them still texts me and, and says, uh, I wish you would marry my daughter. Calls her my tita. Oh my gosh, you're that close with them? You close. Tita and Tito is like saying uncle and auntie. Wow. Yeah. They would come so how Nino. did you meet your Taiwanese uh, lady? This was uh, DTLA. So I just did the show. Uh, Downtown J- Louisiana. Yep. Uh, good place. Good Popeye's <laughs> chicken. Churches. Shreveport. Sh- Um We met uh, at a rap party for I just finished uh, Just Doug. It was like a Facebook watch series. And then she was a consulting producer on it. And then I uh, was at the bar. It was during my phase two where I was like, oh, I'll be night again. I was like going on a bunch of dates. I was like telling every girl, hey, just so you know, like I'm seeing other women, but like I'd love to still spend time with you. It was one of those, it was one of those seasons of my life where I was wow. like just dating a lot. And I so got, you knew where every pharmacy in town was at this oh, point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, do you know where the CVS is? Don't tell me. I know where it is. But don't tell them. Because I know where it is. <laughs> the pharmacy bandit. I just have an app with all the pharmacies. <laughs> uh, he had so much cold medicine at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much money picking up girls. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I, I met her uh, yeah, at the rap party at uh, Everson Royce Bar. Have you guys been there? I have. That place Radio. is nice. You guys would enjoy it. It's very your, your scene. Actually, no. I don't know what your scene is anymore. You guys have changed too much. You guys I can't drink like anymore. This. That's the place with the outdoor patio, right? And yeah. all the trees? Oh, my outdoor God. Outdoor patio. Very nice. Let's Dude. all go tonight. Did you hit on her? What was the first move? So I was still like, uh, I was definitely just like in my, uh, I call the shotgun, or not shotgun, machine gun. I think I've talked about this with you back in the pickup days. Uh, was like, you go to the room, and then you talk to every single person, man or woman, and you just create a conversation like you were talking about. You just introduce yourself, say a compliment, make a laugh, and go down through every single person so you're loose, and you're not feeling like self-conscious. But she was the, like, the third person I spoke to. And I was like, ah, Asian, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but first you, thing you, you said? You, first thing I said, something along those lines. And like usually it works, like, oh my god, yeah, haha, all these people, where are all the Asian people? Uh, but she's like, <laughs> she grew up in Cerritos and she knows a lot of Filipinos and she claims that we all have that same annoying charisma personality. So she yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. cool. All right. <laughs> like nothing impressed her. So that kind of challenged me to like keep talking to her. So well, then, Filipinos yeah. have the, um, you're, you're on the and, Bruno Mars. Effect. Again, yeah. And, thank well, you. Well, don't get, don't, uh, I'm just, I think, uh, as far as the Asians are concerned, you're lower on the totem pole. Am I right? Oh, no. If you're ranking Asians, like, like it's they, they consider you down on the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, Dave, thanks for saying that. <laughs> but that requires, like, added skill and flair when you're, like, yeah, not... Try, yeah, try to spin this. Go ahead. Because the Chinese <laughs> are probably at the top of the totem pole. Yeah, and, tell us about the Chinese. And, and who's ever met a funny Chinaman? <laughs> oh, uh, do you not know who Dat Fan Dad is? He's so a is Chinese. He's we, <laughs> we do the same open mic together. He does do you really? Open, yeah, he's, he's Bobby loves him. He's on next episode. Actually, uh, he's on our 300th episode. No, you're, yeah, you're right. No, he's not. Is he really? Yeah, he was on the 300th episode. Was he really? You replaced us with <laughs> Dat Fan? <laughs> no, for real though. Like it, it in the totem pole. Especially I shouldn't talk Asia. bad about Dat Fan. So Asia is very similar. <laughs> where like uh, colorism is a big thing. So like the lighter skin you are, the more rich, and they're like because you don't work out in the fields. Like the idea is that you're always inside. And that's why they get the plastic surgery in South. Korea. 
mm-hmm. to, to look whiter. Yeah, the Philippines, mm-hmm. they do the same thing. So in, in, I would say in America, though, I would say Filipinos tend to be the more uh, outgoing. Our families are less strict. They're more like sing, dance, like do all that, but still go to school. Whereas like more East Asian, like, you know, Japanese, Korean, they're like, go to school, that's it. Don't do anything else. Be a doctor. You've also got the Catholicism. I don't know if many, many of the other Asian uh, types have Catholicism, right? We're the only ones that are probably, like, yeah, Catholic. It's and Catholics, the, yeah. and, and honestly... Spanish infusion in there, right? It, it, yeah. The Catholics like produce funny, funny like people. a restaurant chef. Yeah, that Spanish infusion, check out this dish. Yeah. Go ahead. Catholics produce funny people. It's a repressed uh, religion. It's a, it's a lot of shame, and a lot of and a lot of funny comes from that. You're just saying that because you're a comedian. John Mulaney, John Mulaney in Chicago. Dave Neal. Every, every Boston comic, they all come from this this religion. Dave Neal and is Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr. I mean, he's from he's from Boston suburbs. He might Probably. as well be Catholic because Catholic's not about being like super religious. It's cultural. It's, it's cultural. It's, it's Jewish it's, it's in like, L.A. Yeah. Which we could, you know, and they, they're funny, too, for their own reasons. Anyway, so you meet her. You go, hey, we're Asian. And then and then how does this turn? How do you Just did, do you keep machine gunning or did you stop there? Did your machine gun? Uh, I stopped there because I was interested because I was like, oh, this is like, I don't know. I just wanted to talk to her. I uh, was just curious about living in the OC. Apparently, OC is like all Asian. So I grew up in Georgia, which is like zero. So I was curious, like, oh, what's it like growing up? in the OC with all Asians all the time. Like, that's, like, your only friend group. So that's how I, we just kind of, we started talking. And I was still talking to this other girl uh, for the same month. And it was, like, talking back and forth. I enjoyed talking to her. Her name is Cindy. Cindy Lou. I enjoyed talking to her. So I kept talking to her. But this one girl I just kept, like, sleeping with. Because, <laughs> like, that was that guy. And then at a certain point... Afraid of commitment. Yeah. I, were, like, I wasn't, like, really seeking anything. I think I was just lonely, too, in that season. So, like, let me just talk to as many people when as I When was the last time you went... How long has it been since you've been heartbroken? Like, actually, like, actually committed to someone and they fucked you up? Never. Never? I would say never. high school, but I don't count high school. I never dated... This is the first girlfriend ever I would consider a real girlfriend wow. and Asian and relationship. Bro, first girlfriend, too. Flies. First girlfriend. First girlfriend. Ow. Didn't you Proper say you dated girlfriend. Alicia Keys or something? Yeah, of course. No. no like, seriously. Oh, wait, no. In New York... No, you dated a, a famous daughter. What? Get out of here! Can we? Do you know who, who I'm talking about? No, I no, I didn't idea. date her. There was you a, dated no. a, a daughter of a, a rapper or celebrity. Yeah, who? Haley? No, Eminem's daughter. No, it's no just, gonna... say, just say just say the rapper's name. It, he's dead. He was uh, assassinated. Was it Big or Tupac? It, one of them. It, it was wasn't Tupac. his daughter. It was someone. Tush just looking at me. Yeah, Tasha. I'm a. I'm uh, people of all ethnicities like Dave. Okay. <laughs> what? That's not what we're getting at. You just, you're being super it. shady. Why am I being shady? Super shady. Call him out. Right? Call him out, girl. Call him out. Last uh, last night, last episode, he told Number me 300. that. Number three hundred. He told me that he just saw his ex girlfriend in a nude scene. Yeah, my ex girlfriend did a nude scene. But I say girlfriend, but like she never labeled me. Like you know what I mean? Like she, she someone you dated. We broke up years ago, several cities ago that I lived in, way before I lived in New York. You know what I mean? Like a long time ago. And then I found out, like this month, so of a friend of a friend because we were all involved in the same community was like, look at so and so, and they were in like a horror movie with a full on nude scene. Like a you know you know you know the the chick who gets fucked and then they kill her. Mm-hmm. That's basically. I don't even know. The, I don't even honestly know the name of the movie. Shady, but, huh? Doesn't even have details. Yeah, but he's on his first girlfriend. Do, Wait, you're talking about two ex girlfriends yeah, right now? Yeah, there's been several girls that have fucked me up that have like that like never that gave me the chance or whatever. But they're not your girlfriend. No, like we were never proper. Like I had, official. Like, yeah, like never an official like girlfriend of anything more than several months of like people seeing each other. Then why are you heartbroken? Because I because yeah. I fall I fall quickly for people. 
when I and then I, I'd rather date them long enough to f- find out why I don't like them than them find out before me. Because if a, if they find out before me, <laughs> first time on a podcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> if they find out, <laughs> everyone's throwing mugs at me. If a girl finds out she doesn't like me and I haven't found out yet, I'm still in the cloud nine. Like, what are we doing? Let's go. So that's what pisses me off when they re- end it before me. And so I'll get like attached that makes and, sense. And, and, and like obsessive if I'm being ghosted on or they're pulling away or those types of things. I'll be like, well, what the fuck? But I, that's the time when you need to like lean back. Yeah, but I don't. I sprint forward. <laughs> Fat Joe over here. Lean back. <laughs> very, very urban. But there's a difference with the hunted and the hunties. Is like Tasha's used to guys pursuing her, so she can lean back, and that in that magnet, in that magnet's still there. If I leaned back on our relationship, you would have left me. Early Answer on. that honestly, would you? Well, that's you just not putting effort then, bro. She's still no. She's she's literally kicked me out. And when was the last time I tried to break up with you? It's several been a months while. ago. Several months ago. <laughs> and you, it's been a while. I've had and more you know that was, that. And that was really serious too. So Things are going really good. It was good. only several months up. ago and we, were, we weren't on the same page and I tried to give it some space and she took it as me like abandoning her, which is fair because once I acknowledged that you were taking it as being abandoned, I, I came forward and, and, and we settled it that night and we were in a good place. But it didn't have to get there because we just weren't on the same page with like, I was like, finally, I'm, you know, I want to get to the point in my relationship where I can be like, let's give her some space. Let's back off. Whatever. But because I haven't done that much in the past, I think you took that as me just not caring at all. And it's like, I care so much. I'm willing to try to do it your way, not mine, which is like crazy because I had to go to a show. I mentioned this last night. I had to go to a show in front of 400 people. I, I had to go on stage and I was in my whole relationship was falling apart. And I killed. And I was a. And I had to. And I was like, "This fucking sucks." And then I came home. And it I was, don't even remember what we were fighting about. It wasn't. It wasn't about anything. I think you're. I think it, I missed this, man. I used to live at this. It was great. <laughs> guys, guys, she. You kicked, guys all lived together, the three of you. Yeah, at one point, kind no. of. You were there over so much, dude. <laughs> dude, every morning. But, sh- Hair dryer. <laughs> and it's seven a.m. It's time for me to wake up at two. <laughs> that is. And I lived in a garage. <laughs> but go ta- back. Go back to this. No wonder Brandon Tasha, was so mad. <laughs> We've been dating for four and a half years. She's still trying to break up with me on occasion. So, so this is less. Can this, I tell you what that means? This is like Can this I is tell less than four months. Try ago? harder. I already am. So mm. this is less than four months mm. ago, and this is literally me having to deal with the fact that she's like, "You do not live here anymore. You're gone. You're out." Now, what would a normal guy do? All right, fine. I guess I'm gone. And I was like. No, this isn't it because I knew that it was a miscommunication. I didn't cheat. I didn't talk to anyone else. She didn't find anything on my computer. It was nothing like that. It was way simpler. And when I see something that simple, I go, eh, something ain't right with this scenario. I don't know what's going on in your, in your head or what you feel like I've done to you, but I know it's not my truth. And, that, and, and knowing that, I mean, if I cheated on you, I'd be like, fuck it. She's right. I'm a piece of shit. I'll let her be. But it's like, I know I didn't do anything wrong other than slip up on how we were communicating on the issue. That's a big thing, though. What was the issue? It's I not. She has, we don't remember. That's the thing. So we, she was literally, she was ready to kick me out over an issue she doesn't remember. I still. That's like, what's crazy to me. But it's funny though, man. It is, is funny. Pretty funny. It is funny, but it's also like, I would not stay. I like if that was a regular occurrence, I I can guarantee you I'd be gone. That's not regular. You know what I do? That, that I wasn't would, regular, but it happened. Counseling. Have you guys? Yeah. About that? Hey, smart Gilbert. Oh, you're you're resistant to it. No, interesting. No, 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 no. Oh, interesting. He's episodes. all talk and no action. This is action. This is 301 this is episodes. This is not therapy. Okay, well, per- first of all... <laughs> These we- are not experts. Do you guys want names? 
Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. And I have looked into it, but then you get a quote and you go, oh, fuck you. I'm not spending too... I'm not going to... We'll go to... So here, is it... What's more important? Is it the number or salvaging the relationship and making it stronger? That's where they get you with the prices. They gouge the prices because they go, oh, the relationship's worth it. Bro, the relationship... No offense, Tasha. Nothing's worth $200 an hour. Well, there's the core core of it. I know. I'd rather I'll pay $700 if you're going to communicate correctly to my wife. Nothing's worth it. It's not... Nothing's... It's not... I'd rather buy a fat penguin... And take it up to the North Pole and 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 live up there and spend two hundred dollars an hour. Take a step back. So where are you guys? You're, I'm like man. Like when I talk about couples, like your name comes up when I talk to people. I'm like, oh, I got this this couple. They're, they're amazing. Here's like, the thing. I know you guys so long as a couple. I think we're better. Everyone says comics are fucked up because they're all dark on stage. I think we're the only people giving our goddamn honest opinions on how we feel. And it is, with this relationship, I think we're being honest. Yeah, there's a days where she's trying to kick me out. There's also great <laughs> days. There's amazing days. You know we're what I mean? Painting her to this picture. I'd like yeah, you to say no, something. Yeah, no, he's 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 totally like ex- not exaggerating, is anything but false? like is anything false. No, but he's but he's but he's making it out to be like this happens all the time. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't happen all no, the time. No, like, that was the only time you ever has fights occasionally. Sure. But that was yeah. the only fight where you ever where you ever literally moved me out. Yeah. While I was doing a show, you literally moved me out. Can't do that. You took all his stuff and moved it. I packed it. Tasha, he's looking at him. And you he know what survive? I did? I came home with pizza and I made it and I made it right and I unpacked my stuff, which sounds like I like had my balls clipped off and I had to sew them back on myself. But like, look, I wasn't gonna be like, "You move my shit, put it back." I was like, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna resolve this." Like, I, I know that's we're actually gonna that's this. pretty big of you to be the one that recognizes that you're fighting over nothing and to be the one to mend it. Because like I, I would, I'd be like, "All right, well, fuck this." Well, I'm but, and that's the thing is that we weren't fighting over nothing. Whatever we were fighting over, it was something. You know, it was something. But big, it was bananas obviously. to me. It, it felt like bananas to me. And I was. But like, I think this it just bananas. required like some compromise. Yeah. Anyway, so the re- so we're honest with our relationship. Are we in a professional studio or are we outside <laughs> in a landfill? Yeah, this, this is, and this is going to be the next thirty seconds. This, this. Uh, I don't know if they can hear it if it's just us, but there's a. Um, I can hear it. A loud dumpster being pushed down. So that's down the, the biggest fight, probably then, since. Well, yeah, that's well, the biggest fight. It's fre- frequency less than when I first. Yeah, met you guys. absolutely. I think that we're in like a very secure and happy place i think we're like in our flow i think we're in our vibe i think we make each other better i know what's going on in my head so for me to think for me to find out what does that mean i know i know statement. that i love her okay and i know that like i know all these positive things so yeah, when but we're not each other's mind readers so it's important to I like was, be communicative i was gonna ask does she know that yeah, I'm getting to that part. I was prefacing <laughs> it with saying I know what I f- how I feel about you, and I tell you that. But what you need is a different level of communication that I'm used to in a way that's like, you know, she needs, like, to know that, like, legally we're together. You legally? Know I mean? Common you know I mean? law? Like, that's very romantic of you. So, so I've had to be like, look, I want to get married, but also four months ago you tried to move my shit out. And, we, and, and for every step back, we move two steps forward. I believe in that. We have come so far, and we're doing it. And we're starting to look for rings. I am saving for a ring, which wow. sounds crazy. But, you know, she, doesn't, she hasn't believed any of this stuff. But because, like, I don't know. And then we have these friends that are, like, super wealthy that are, like, oh, like, they're putting a ring down and their fucking dad's funding them a million dollars to start their business and this and that. And it's like, look, I'm going to fucking dogfight out there doing all my side jobs. So when it looks like I have a nice tan, it's because I have to work outside like a peasant Filipino. Thank uh, you so much. <laughs> Once again, third racist thing he said today. And, I, and it's like, God damn it. And then it's like, I got to. And then, and then for every day she doesn't want me to work, she wants me to be with her. But that's one day that I'm not saving for the ring. And it's, and it's been tough. 
especially in this industry. You know, we we had that 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 fucking dude. Hey, stop, who, stop yelling! Let's just breathe. That, I know. That, it's a but that, high volume. That dude that was on Cosby and now he's working at Trader Joe's. It's like fuck right. He's working at Trader Joe's. He's got a goddamn family Ooh, to feed. Craig. No, the guy that was on. You didn't, have you not followed the news? No. There was a dude who was on Trader Joe's, and, and uh, they, Fox News reported that now, or he, he was he was uh, working on, on the Cosby Show, yeah. and now he's like working as a bagger, mm. no, bagging like a groceries at. No, he was ba- the the scene was, and I don't know anything about it, but the scene was that somebody saw him bagging groceries at Trader Joe's and took a picture and sent it to Daily Mail. But everybody like bags at him. Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah. I but always. This was in like Jersey groceries. or something. And, but the point is, is that all these actors <laughs> yeah. and creatives came came to his defense and was like, "Look, it's not easy doing this. Like, I I'm good at math. I have a business degree. I could be making plenty of money in New York City. Trust me." All of my friends are probably millionaires that I went to business school with. They're all just fucking... It's not rocket science. Yeah, I could be a pharmacist. I could absolutely be a pharmacist. It's not what I want to do. What I want to do... combo attack. <laughs> but there's all these things that you could be, and none of us here are that because we're pursuing that itch, that drive that we have. And unfortunately, that doesn't always produce a $7,000 diamond ring right away. But the reward is so much better in the long term. The fact that like we get to travel on our own... On our own schedule and have zero, we, like we have zero bosses between the two of us. How amazing is that? Yeah, it's nice. It's fucking great. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm good fuck. Get my rank. Where's my seven thousand dollars? But it's got to be frustrating. Go I back mean, to business. I mean, are you day. guys not frustrated at all? Like sometimes, and I'm not, and I'm not actively frustrated. But when I have to, when I have a relationship that I'm trying to feed and water and all these things, and I go, for God, like goddamn, Tasha's killing it, probably making four times as much as I am, and I'm super happy for. Her. But like, don't you see the value of what I'm doing? Like, it's going to pay off. I don't care if I have to... It seems like you're more worried about it. Well, it stresses me out when it's like, well, why haven't you gotten down on a knee? It's like, I, I, would, I would shove this ring up your ass right Tell now. Tell me that. What's stopping you? I'm, Do you need an expensive ring, Tom? Is that a requirement? Why? Would you be... Yeah, I'm I curious why. I just want a really nice ring. Would you be okay if a nicer ring came down the line, but he showed the commitment to you in front of everyone? I feel like he can take his time. I'm not in a rush. You're such a liar. Tasha? Every, hey, every, Tasha? Every, blow dryer. <laughs> so you fucking tell me the real answer right now. Because I don't wake up at 7 a.m. every day. And I don't blame her. Every one of her friends is getting these giant rings. It's a fucking cult. I get it. It's a fucking... We're about to go to a wedding. She's going to come... She's going to a bachelorette party this weekend. She's spending... She's spending more on this bachelorette party than the, the fucking ring would cost. You know what I mean? But, like, she's got to do it because so-and-so is getting married in Orange County. And Standard process money. <laughs> it, it's, so, it's so bullshit. We all understand that diamonds are worth nothing. We all understand that she, I could get her a, a lab-made ring that is chemically the same thing, but she wants that blood diamond from the hands of some little black boy in the middle of What's Central wrong Africa. With you? What the fuck? That's what she wants. That's what every woman wants. Shh. They want the Carfax report of the diamond that just says that like 17 hands were cut off to get this. You don't want some dude in Minnesota making your diamond in a factory, even if it's the same exact there thing. Are, there's a such thing as ethically sourced diamonds. Bullshit. It's How, co- let me ask you this. If you had the choice, if um, you were given the offer of, he was, you either get the $7,000 diamond ring, right? It's either that, and then you get Dave now. Or you either get Dave, who becomes uh, a husband that is so caring, so loving, and that uh, also is a, such a different maturity level. But the ring, every, right now, the ring is a little less right now. Well, to be honest, what do you I think that... Answer's question. That <laughs> was something that's important to me is having like financial security sure. and financial know-how. Yeah. And part of that process for me is like I want him to prove to me that he has the discipline to budget and save. It's more and, clear like, now. Okay. I got rid of $10,000 in debt in the last year. 
And wow. I'm about to get equal amount from my settlement that I'm waiting on my for my accident. Half of that or a portion of that will go towards the ring. Like that's what's gonna. But and it's not money that's being given to me. It's money I lost throughout this fucking but horrible. It's like, no, it doesn't matter for point. me to wait a long time because I want to see things improve. You know what I mean? I get that. I want to see like that he can be consistent and like wanting and just being smart about finances Any and woman wanting want to that. be a but, provider. But did you just hear what I said? I just got I just yeah, got over I heard all, all that. I'm debt. just saying my credit, that it's my credit. not a one year process that somebody buckles down for one year. It's a lifestyle choice to be you know, smart. But the about thing, your finances. The, the, I'll but, say this: I'm on the same page as you because, like, for Cindy, but you said was, you, but the listener doesn't know who you're referring to. Uh, Channing. Uh, <laughs> no, he's talking about one of his distant relatives. You, yeah, you. <laughs> you Pang. You Pang. <laughs> See, I did the joke before Dave could do it, so I could save him his fifth racist. Yeah, the fifth one, and they <laughs> he was about to. Say, I saw him. He was about to say, "You fool!" I was like, "You Pang." He said, "You Pang." Uh, so for Cindy, it's like I don't like I don't have I'm not in riches, right? But her thing is, and she's I mean she's a producer. She works for Ridley Scott. She has her own company. She owns like three companies. Her thing is like, yeah, that's what's up, dude. Boone, he's fine. So no, where are you going? Sit down. Somebody just knocked on the door. So I was always feeling like, uh, like man, why do I have to get to that level? Or like I have to do this to get her this. And she made it very clear. She's like, look, it's not important. The money, like the, first of all, she doesn't really care about her rings. Like, if you want to give me a nicer one later, I'd appreciate that. But it's more about maturing as a man, certain discipline things. And one of the things I lack in. I had to like confront was like, I'm just not disciplined with money, whether I, even if it's a year and I was like, look, look, I'm doing better now. It's like, why am I waiting until like I'm in my late twenties to like really have uh, a disciplined plan. And for her, that was more important. Whereas like, can you just be disciplined and consistent? And that's it with financial. And it's hard. Cause like I, I didn't, I basically threw all my money out when I moved here. Yeah. And I lived check to and check. And we're okay <laughs> living in garages by ourselves. Yeah, like the but- single, the single man, can be so much more creative because he doesn't have to he's not taking people out to dinner it's like living bare boned and like because you're just not getting paid for some of these things you're doing yeah but like but then what i had to check was also like the consistent and um being um what do you call it discipline didn't have to be like i have to have like be saving two hundred thousand dollars a year it's like can you just show that you have the ability to even with the fifty dollars you have can you put priorities on that fifty dollars and segment it out where right. it is so for me, I had to be like, check, like, whoa, why am I not doing that? Why am I not? Yeah. So I, but, but, I got but into Tasha this new doesn't... thing called like FIRE. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's it's an acronym. It stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And they you can sort of separate it into financial independence and then retire early. So hmm. people, I'm in this group called Choose FI. Um, but... The one of their like core tenants is that you should be hardcore budgeting, even if you're not like tight on cash. You should be hardcore budgeting, and for people who are tight, it's like extra beneficial. But um, you know, they they share all of these tools to help you plan and budget, and your ultimate goal is to save and invest seventy percent of your salary and live on thirty percent. So you figure out how to like house hack, reduce your cost of living. People are downsizing all so that they can like put into their investments a, a large majority of their savings so that they can grow their savings quickly. And unfortunately, that's just not how creatives make their kind of windfall. That's not because that's like the that's the standard invest now and then you cash later. Like, but that's we all could, fine. we could do it now. Yeah, do, absolutely. With our twenty dollars, we could still do you that seventy percent. But the thing, that, the thing that's tough for me is that I don't know. Like, I like I'm glad Tasha is the one making the money because then I don't have to worry about her because I do believe in myself. But I have but you to shouldn't worry. Have that mindset though. Well, I have to worry about this. Like, 
like you're telling me you you want me to be better financially, but I work triple the amount of hours you do, and I I'm like I'm looking to it's ten not years about down the road. Better financially, it's about the discipline. Yeah, being disciplined, being smart financially. You I know, I didn't buy the cowboy boots yesterday. You bought eight pairs. <laughs> I of love shoes. your argument to that. I was I didn't buy the cowboy. See, that's bro, like my bought, mentality. But this is the thing. That's what we have to change. I'm telling you, we have to change that. But this is the thing, bro. She bought eight pairs of shoes yesterday, and I get it. She needs them. I haven't bought shoes in a while. Fine, but I I passed on the cowboy boots because I am being frugal. I don't get drinks when I do it. I, I spend my money. I, it's so sad. I literally spend all my money. Could you show me a budget sheet right now? No, but I've got the apps. That's all she I, wants. But, Give her the fucking budget sheet. And I'm sheet. guilty of it too because I don't, I don't budget. How do you have but, money? How do you have fucking money? I don't budget for shit, dude. I don't Crystal's budget. Crystal's trying to get me to budget. But She's trying I to get me to get all those apps. I would love to start. I don't the, apps, want the apps are good. I'm on an Albert or whatever and it does show you like the, the, where you're wasting your money. It shows you like yeah. your monthly subscription. But I think that if we decided to do it together, we could be like partners in this and that's hold each other idea. accountable. But the problem is, is that I'm in a place where I'm not making as much money. But when don't it, have but to the be. amount doesn't matter. But listen, when my the like, point is allocating and prioritizing, you know, so we decide like, okay, well, our food what, budget what is two hundred dollars a week. So for retirement. But here's my thing. Like I need listen, what listen. I let's retire. Like, I don't want to work till I'm 95. Listen, I, I got this. Oh, hold on. Pause. 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 I got this amazing app called Pre-Tirement app, <laughs> and um, it, you can like calculate based on like your your salary yeah. and your current savings rate, like at what age you can retire. And I feel like it showed me like 107 years old, and it scared me to think like, oh my god, I don't want to be one of those people who's not being responsible about saving and investing but so what's more important writing the screenplay or going to work an extra couple hours so you can get it you know save no, 20 do bucks the screenplay week. still just whatever you're making just <laughs> just suffer <laughs> seriously no but i'm but I, like we're so guilty of always like eating out because we just feel lazy and don't want to cook but i feel like you know it would be hard it would be a different it would be a change in our lifestyle because I just go to the grocery and buy whatever I want. And I yeah. don't care what the price is. But like, if we only had two hundred dollars a week to spend on groceries, do it together. You know, together. I just don't think it's that simple because we live have in you a. Tried it? No, no, you haven't no, tried but it. But I'm he saying. shuts it down immediately. No, no, no. We live in a in a city where we're trying to make it, and our networks and connections are so important. And and it is important to go out and go to the friend's birthday and do all. It's important. But you to can be the, have a budget line item for that for networking. I do that. I, I would do, do that it, now. Sure, I would do that. Fine, but like my thing is, I don't have a budget, but I don't. I don't have anything. Nothing at all. Like the next thing I'm spending my money on is new tires for my car, so I can drive to work. You know what I mean? Like it's not like what where I'm trying to get right now. Six years into stand up, ten years into acting, is to a place where I can go perform at NACA. And book forty colleges, and then put one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and put one hundred fifty thousand dollars on the spot, and I booked it in that in one day. And that's that's a that's here, in the foreseeable future. Here's the thing: if I said that, right, I, I use that argument, right, and then soon we go like, that's fine, cool. Now you're making fifty thousand dollars. If you still don't, if you couldn't budget the fucking one hundred dollars, that fifty thousand dollars is gonna go out the door. Sure. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's just, that's what kind of made me go like, discipline. I get it. That's one of my flaws. I need to work on that. So Channing, you don't budget? Nope. But look at him though. And but you guys, he uses a sex appeal together. You guys have been dating now for four years, three years, three years. Yeah. So like, are you guys? Do you talk about your future together and what you guys want, a family, and marriage thing, or not? Um, We don't really talk about that too much. We kind of we're just very present. That's how I mean. I think I put that on more, and she wants to talk about budgeting. She's always asking about the future. Like just last night, she asked. 
do you like living with me? <laughs> yeah, just, that's so sad, yep. though. You know, if she had to say that, that's so sad. You didn't hug her and go, babe, I can't believe you even have to ask. No, I was watching Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> Why this guy's life? <laughs> do you no, guys know each other's... It, but it is so true. So like, sad. what is Why, the what made her say that, though? subtext of, like, what she's looking for that she's not getting? She's Are you not... Something about, like, contributing to your Come on, Channing. What am I Maybe you need to buy some candles or something. We have candles. Do you call- I love candles. <laughs> we have- hey, we have candles. <laughs> Dude, I've had to learn how how valuable five dollars worth of flowers are every you know once a month or so. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll bring home some flowers. It's, just, it's so crazy how like interesting it is how simple some acts of kindness can be. I'll tell you what, because it, it's intentional. Yeah. A lot of stuff we do is passive when we're together. Uh, we forget how intentional time, intentional gifting wow. is very different from just showing up like, oh, here's my leftovers then. Hey, I made you this. I put. T- I, I budget. I budgeted time. I noticed a lot of uh, value for certain types of people is budgeting in time, budgeting in. Money. It's like I'm planning to show you that I love you. Yeah. So or like buying of, flowers. That's like, oh, I saw these at the grocery and I thought of you yeah. and brought them and home. Yeah. And you it's know? so easy to do. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. I think. But it's hard for a lot of people to do it. Some people don't even think about stuff. Yeah, like but that. sometimes I see those flowers and I go, wait, that's not in the budget. <laughs> but Ozark is free. So. Take a photo of the flowers and then send it to yeah. Tasha and be like, "Look, this to is Tasha, it. yeah." And yeah, I'll be like, but, "You know, th- do you write her letters?" And I'll say, "Forget as- about Dave." Yeah, I write her letters here and there. No. That's a, I'll leave a letter for work. I feel like you would be good at. I can't like she loves that stuff. I can't do it, so I have to just do videos of me dancing to music. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Naked. Too? Uh, <laughs> you send each other nude photos? No, she doesn't do that. Yeah, just Tasha, me. The, Tasha just me. Do that. She'd be like, "Ew, I didn't take out far." No. No, I would not say that. You'd like a photo of my dick? No, she goes like, oh, make it bigger. <laughs> and then Gilbert walks in with his black voice. Hey, what's up? I'm that tick that beat you on the ass. <laughs> I'm that tick with the dick. <laughs> the tick with the <laughs> that dick. dick. I'm about to impregnate you. Ew, God, Dave, fine. why do you always take it up another level? It makes I it know. weird. I'm put the part so of the racist So do you guys column. study love languages? Because it sounds like you're talking about quality time as a love language. Quality time. Uh, yeah, love. So for me, that What do was, you need, Gilbert? What, what does she give you that you need? So I... I think uh, wait, name all the love languages again. We were talking. They're about They're right that. behind you. Words physical of touch. affirmation, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and Acts affirmations. Acts so I didn't. You do that one. Yeah, affirmations. She, Act, goods. Yeah. yeah, services. Yeah, acts of services. Uh, I think for her, we, I mean, we, all of us, right? We need all of them. We need a little bit of everything, right? Yes. No one just needs one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably lean towards a specific one. And for her, I realized it was quality time. But my understanding of that language was not. Uh, I thought it was just like being in the same room, even if we're just texting or if we're just watching a movie. Her quality time was very like, are you getting to know me? Because at a certain point, it's like, you know, you, you do that at the beginning of the relationship, asking all these questions, then you kind of know everything. And yeah, I was and like, then, well, I know everything about it. She was are like, you bad at giving her quality time? No, I, my, I would my interpretation I would of quality time was different. different than her. I would Hers think, was I, like, are you going to ask me questions where like, how do I deal when someone dies in my family? Rather than like, oh, what's my middle name? Oh, like, this is your favorite food. It's like, because you'll continue to learn about each other until the day you die. I mean, it's funny. Mm-hmm. I've heard Dave's tell the same story 60 times, but like we Hasn't still we learn all? things about each other that we didn't know before. Yeah. You still, I'm, I'm starting to uh, unlayer more stuff. I think that's like, I hey, have you heard this one? Like just weird. Shit. See, that's like me. Like I'll like unlayer a, a slower process, but for her, she'll feel like she's not loved. She's like, I need to know. I need to know how Gilbert feels when uh, he's feeling confronted by people. And doesn't know how to talk. She wants to know those deeper things, and it's harder for me because I'm just not as vulnerable as her. Right, mm-hmm. Is it easier for you to just make a joke rather than like get honest with her? Uh, like when did that happen? I can in your relationship. I can still do the jokes, but like it's 
even when I do try to be honest, I have a hard time articulating how I'm feeling because like she's a big proponent of like therapy, even for herself. She everyone should do it. Uh, I she never... got you more back to religion, right? Yeah. So like when I met her, it was actually kind of scared the shit out of me. That's how you know that pussy good. Yeah, when they the bring you back me. to the church, you know she, uh, what I'm saying? I was... You know what I'm saying? That's how you know that pussy good. Hey, hey keep poking her, her side. <laughs> she says, stop, Dave. Hashtag me too. Leave her alone. <laughs> <The> creep. <laughs> it's okay, I brought you pizza. It's my Take that chick to the altar. No, she... So she is very uh, convicted like in her, her faith. She's Christian. And um, she didn't like... Li- I didn't know about that for like two months. Or like she would talk about it. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'm Catholic. It's like... Hey, this is good. My family will like this. I like this too. We believe in a guy, but I don't want to put any attention to it. like. I don't need to further know like whether there's a guy or was not. I'm like, I'm cool with whatever I think. And she was like, okay, cool. And she just kept pushing me like, it's like, what do you think about when you die though? And like, what do you think about this? And she's very like type. A. I don't know. She's like very knowledgeable. A lot of things. I'm very like butt jokes. And <laughs> she was like pounding me where I was like, I have not questioned so much stuff in life. I'm kind of just okay with being in here. Um, and she kind of like really impressed me on that stuff. And then I remember going to like this church. I was so reluctant. I was like, what am I doing here? This is so ridiculous. Like it's the point where I was like, Oh, well, I'm Catholic. So you have to go to my Catholic church. I wasn't going to church. So I forced her to go to this church <laughs> to make it seem like I was going to church. Like I know all this shit, <laughs> but like, and then, so like, I was going to, and then going to two, she's like, okay, cool. I'll come with you. And we had two services on Sunday. So it backfired on me from going from zero <laughs> religious days oh, to going to two. Gosh. And she knew more than me because she has studied like everything from like just, you know, Buddhism. Like she has all her friends of different things. And she just loves to understand people and see what is the end truth. So you guys are a practicing Catholic couple. Not now. Catholic. So oh. I brought her to mine. I was like. Catholic Church is weird. You brought I, she like, weird she opened my eyes to me like this shit is like nuts. Like some yeah. of this and like some of the texts from like scripture, like the it's Bible, old school. It's old very school. old school. But some of it's like interpreted different. That's why there's priests and there's an archbishop. It's like the idea of that they God gave these men power, but not us. Mm-hmm. And obviously, so, it's created so many abusive. Oh my God. problems! Look at it right now. Which sucks because I come from a Catholic family and I think my family's great. But they've got, to, great they've got to deal with the fact that they've kind of buckled down and, and will always be Catholic. And it's kind of like Trump supporters. It's like they're going to be Catholic regardless. Oh, for sure. Of whatever problems happen. And I have an uncle who's a Catholic priest. You know what I mean? So like they're in it. And, but they're good people. And it's like, it's just not, I'm not going to have that argument with them over like, well, what the hierarchy is weird. And, yeah. You know, this and that. Also, that the hierarchy is not representative of who they are. Anyway, yeah. They're so. humans and they're taking the good and they're generous and that's that. But, um, so what church, like what church? It's radius. Uh, it's like in North Hollywood. It's like a non-dominational. So, but definitely not. It's like def. if I took my should, parents. Should we come with you one time? You should definitely come. With Tasha go? A lot of celebrities there. Hey, Chris, Chris Pratt might be stopping by. So. Oh shit! Oh, that's he right. loves Super Chris Christian. Pratt. Love Chris Pratt, that chunky man. Is there a reason why we all like Chris Pratt? Like, he's what's like he, Paul Rudd, man? Everybody loves him. Do you think, do you think he's disciplined in, in budgeting? <laughs> do you think Chris Pratt is the only thing it's like when I found out they were breaking up that was sad because it's like you think that they've like him and Anna Faris like they they seem like they had their shit together they money wasn't an issue they were both that's, that's successful it's not money it's like communication like those other things yeah so like so having $50,000 from Bookie is not going to save a relationship it's just not 50000 not no, but that's the that thing much. is I look at our place now and our tiny home and I look at it and I go we we could we could be old grandparents looking back on this as one of the best times of our lives. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm just saying, I don't think, like, when Tasha went to this her friend's bachelorette party, it was at, like, a $10 million estate. Uh, this this chick's getting married. Her family's so wealthy. And I go, I go, 
I bet you I'm happier than they are. <laughs> like, and I am. I know I sound stressed or whatever, but like, I'm like, he's not, dude. When no, you're no. when you're bouncing around, hey, Gilbert Channing, where are you guys at? Channing asked me where I'm at tonight, and I'm like, I'm going to the improv. I'm doing these three mics. I'm going to Hollywood. I'm doing all these things. I'm expressing my life, and I and I do see not a finish line, but I do see the community there. It's and family. I feel like a sure. part of it. It's your family. I go to these. I say it when I go to Starbucks and they know my name. I go, I'm fucking in here. And when I go to comedy clubs and I see friends that are like, I oh, like Dave's. You know, I'm one of them. I dude, feel they know my name. At the Starbucks, I'm way happier than those millionaires in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's but it, that's how I feel. I have social currency. People build these. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. People, you have social people build currency. these walls up and these fountains and these infinity day. pools. They they do all these things, and it's like, are you even happy, bro? Like it's not like when you simplify our life, the laws of the universe become simpler. We've got a simple life here. We've got a dog. We're working on very specific things in our life. We're not complicated with. Hey, Dave, I'm starting therapy next month. By my choice. Want to join with me? Yeah. Where? I need therapy. I'll do it. I'll do it. Look, episode 301, I'm agreeing to do it right now on the 300. How about with this? We start with just solo therapy. You don't have to get someone expensive, just someone to talk and process your thoughts. And then when the time comes, maybe the end of the year, do couples. Is that well, a budget? Can, am I going to go to the same therapist as you? Sure, why not? Uh, well, you normally, co- they won't let you do that. What? They won't let you go to the same doctor as your friends because it's like conflict. I'm, I'm not going to be like, this is my friend. Oh, we're yeah, not we're at not, the same time. Friends. We don't see each other. Yeah. We barely know no, each other. Also, I'm not going to be like, also, Dave, Dave Neal is coming. Yeah. Oh, like, not going to say anything. <laughs> met Craig, you know, we met on Craigslist. We're not friends. Yeah. Business acquaintances, maybe. Uh, Look, I'm trying to get you couples therapy, so you're Look, welcome. Hey, yeah. No, but here's the thing: you think I'm the problem. I'm not. No, I'm not saying you're the problem. I'm saying you individually, you should go both the, therapy. The issue with the man proposing to the woman is the same issue our relationship has. Is where I think Tasha passively wants me to be the one in control. No, I think she wants choices. Man, wants a man that can be a leader. Wow. Yeah. I've been called out. I mean, look, maybe it is true, but like, I, of course, we want women that can also stand on their own, but like. I think at a core, a lot of women were like, I don't want to be with a pussy, dude. Like, I want a man that can guide our relationship to get to grow together. Remember early on, you, that uh, David Dita book, um, Way of the Superior Man, you were reading it, and I read it too, and you were kind of like pushing me, saying that, like, I'm in my masculine a lot, right? Mm. And that that's sort of like detrimental to your health to be and i i I see it now in groups you know that are like uh helping women like coaching women dating Mm. and stuff like that is like they say you've got to really just own your feminine and like sit in your feminine and don't it's hard for a lot of women these days because women are out there being professional making money Mm -hmm. being bosses running lives you know doing everything for the household like we're the ones that typically are managing the relationship and Mm -hmm. managing the household and that's masculine Mm -hmm. you know being the boss is like which throws off your which throws off your hormones throws off your hormones but but in order to be able to be in our feminine and be like in the more like relaxed energy, someone has to step up and take care of that stuff. So like, I, I don't have the opportunity to not be in my masculine if I have to handle everything. I understand that. I, I, I don't also, think she's saying also do everything. I think it's like, 
uh, you can help guide that. But by being someone who like really wants to be in control, I think you you feel like if you don't do it, it's not going to be done right. So there's a lot of issues with like with like like but but what you you like today you've mm, become good, yeah. she's become really good at like we used, we used to like always fight before a podcast because I'd be the guy Why? who but, well here's the thing I'm gonna tell her, I'm gonna say, but I'd be the guy 20 minutes beforehand that would be like straightening up. Now I realize she needs an hour and a half beforehand. So like yeah we had a 10:30 a.m. podcast. I my alarm went off at 8:30 and you go why is your alarm going off and i got up i showered and i started doing the dishes and that's and i enjoy doing that knowing that it makes you feel more at ease Mm -hmm. and that's a very specific moment that we can cherish that we've like like accomplished that level yeah where it's like all right now we know what to do pre-podcast and now you're better at like letting me delegate as well i think we just you know it takes time to figure out each other's things but like what what delegating what like cleaning it's like different roles. Yeah, like, like I'll know, go walk hey, the dog and he do the dishes. He did the dishes. He set up this. He walked the dog, and then he came back and he was like, "Okay, what else do needs but to be done?" But she used to get so mad when I like would... Windex the mirror and Windex the bathroom. And it's like that's easy. Like yeah, I can yeah. But so, like he wouldn't think to do those things. But the great thing is you guys talked about that, right? Yeah. And I do, so it's great. It's like communication. I was talking. I did a marriage, a pre-marriage counseling thing. We thought it would be a good idea, just like to prep before. And it was like they were saying, at two had, years, you guys did that." This like six, four months ago, dude. So a year and a half, yeah, about. Oh, because like, it's, the, it's, like, I think oh, it's like so the beneficial. third week I met. Oh, the, like the, <laughs> he's like fuck. When I when I <laughs> when I asked her to be my girlfriend, which is two months into just dating, I guess. And then I was like, like I guess I'm like in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna date to like prior. Obviously, I was dating just to sleep with girls, and I was like, I'm gonna date towards a goal. What is the goal? So I was like, marriage. What are those things to get to marriage? You kind of just reverse engineer. So for me, it was like, I'm yeah. just curious what these people have to say. I mean, they're older people. They have insight. I'm not going to say, well, people don't know anything. They have insight. Yeah. So they were saying, they especially with the finances. I'm like really insecure about finances where she's like, fine. And she has done nothing to make me feel insecure. It's just me always like thinking, about, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to make, have this money to be on her level. So where it works. And they were saying, look, when it comes to budgeting or just anything financial, it's like Cindy has her way. Cause she's a little controlling. She knows that. And I have my way. It's not about like, let's compromise to find the best way. It's like, what's the Gilbert Cindy way? So whereas like you guys found how to clean, it's not like I'm doing Tasha's way. I'm doing a little mine. I'm doing a little Dave. It's like, no, what is way our way? What's the work. our way? Let her be mm-hmm. in control of the things that she wants to be in control of. And I can do the things that I'm good at, which is a lot of multitasking and running around. And you're kind of like the specific cleanness. I'm more well. detail oriented. But are. like, if you, you know that there are certain tasks that you're good at and you know that they need to be done. Oh, I get, a, mil- do I get a million things done at once. And I'm like the bulldozer. I'm out there grabbing the dishes and the dog and throwing shit out. And you're like peeling the paint off the floor in this one specific spot. And that's great. Cause I wouldn't be doing that. So that, that is great. It makes like, sense. Yeah. We kind of going back to well, everyone really quick. What is like, how do you receive love from your girlfriend? What is the best way? Like love language? Other than blowjobs. I know you're going to say that. I, I really don't even know. She's tried to get me to take that um, love language test. Probably you should read it. It tastes it's, like it's three the, for seconds me, it, online. She, it, it literally, she was the same thing as uh, when I was watching Ozark the other day. It was us sitting on the bed and me pretty much putting my fingers in my ear. And la, 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 la. It, mm. it helps I, with family relations and friends. That type of stuff, just I should do it. Can I, I give you the book today and we read it? You don't need the book. Just it's take so the easy. Test. Yeah, you, you, yeah you, do the online every, test. Is what so could you, easy. What could you I get? haven't read what the book, you but get? I did get? the online but test. But see, I, I did. I started doing it, and it's one of those ones where it's like, do you enjoy this? Right, and then you say you rank yeah. like yeah. one to five, basically. I can't just like outright answer that. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I do enjoy that. So I can't have every single love language. I yeah. can't enjoy physical touch. I can't enjoy quality time. Well, I think oh, mine, mine was like it does. But then I also dislike it, like I, bar graph. So I don't remember what was first, but it was like this one, this one, this one, this. One. It shows you like. 
But what's more important is you order. might find out what Crystal needs the most, and you might you might pinpoint. you might be oblivious yeah. to it. And you go, "That's Pin- fucking easy." If I just do that, so it's about it's about putting water in their yeah, well. I would be more interested in finding out what hers is than finding out what mine is. Because for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna read all those questions. And I'm gonna. It's mm. gonna. He's gonna be like, uh, "Do you enjoy physical touch?" And be like, "Not if I'm fucking annoyed with you. Mm, don't yeah. touch me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but Do you like, enjoy quality time? But it's not, not if you're bugging. You sound outliers. like an old gym teacher. Yeah. Not if you're bugging, kid. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're on the fritz, Kyle. Uh, no, like she's, to me, she's a very caring is, person. And she's she might be. She caring. might be giving you everything you need, but it could be leaving her feeling a little raw. I'm not saying she didn't. It call probably is. I I don't read. I don't read signals that well. But I'm really bad at it, and so that could be something that would be beneficial for me to learn about her. Yeah. But, but you guys could, like, sit down and do it together. Literally take five minutes. I do. I answer the question. Yeah. I'm going to give you the book. Finger your way through the book. Already stressed oh, out about it. Find, to me, uh, that's yeah, I, feel his, I feel his energy. I'm like, why am I nervous now? <laughs> to me, that's the same as budgeting. Like, it's something I don't even want to deal with. I know. And you what yeah, am I budgeting but, but, for? But think about it. The money I don't have? If it's, if it's the <laughs> difference between your relationship working and not working in two years' that's how time. I kind of like how, is, yeah. You know, it's like what you said about the ring. If it's now, if you knew that... That if you didn't do it, that your relationship would fail within the next two years, you would do it. Is it that, you know, yeah. if you I'll knew this, that like yeah. you were going to be living like paycheck to paycheck for the rest of your life, you'd be like, why didn't I start budgeting back on you know the day that we talked about it on the podcast? It's setting yourself up to have but an to me, easier time. To you me, know? like with budgeting like that, it's you're save you're living shitty for all these years to save to have a couple good years. I, I, I'm with you on that, and I understand what that vibe. I understand, that and I'm too. not saying that like financial that you should live in financial insecurity forever and just be free for all. Like one day, you're not I, bad with your money. You you're could, not. Like, no, you I, I'm, not, I'm not great with it. Like, but I'll like get you, a paycheck and go straight to the bar and go here. But you've spent. <laughs> you, you're like kind of like us. You've spent your money like train training. You're spending it on your classes and and your improv and yeah, and your totally. things that are good for you you've invested i'll tell you this each each and every one of you i truly believe like you all are go, like well on your way to success channing and gilbert like you guys like i wouldn't probably be dave you're gonna ki- dave you're gonna kill it too no 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 no, no. <laughs> i'm and that's a, no that's the place where i honestly yeah, don't dude. need one of those penguins what? are gonna pay off one of those penguins <laughs> i honestly don't I, and, and again i'm not the type i always make fun of the fact that i've never won an award or or gotten like comic of the week or a shout out from friends. I'll never get Love that. Love language no, wants affirmation. Wait, you mean you never Needs got the pizza spot? I never got the pizza spot. Me either. I've never got it. There was a big, that's a big affirmation that I, I got wanted. it at Laugh Factory. I got the set of the night at the mic there. And then the comic next to me goes, what the fuck? And I was like, fuck <laughs> you, fuck you. But my point is, and we, we'll wrap this up, is that like, I, I'm good with that, but I need you guys to know that I believe in you. And thank you. And it doesn't I, mean you I can't just started to take things. off. Why are we wrapping this up? I just started opening up. Yeah, yeah, we really, why are we wrapping this up? This How was long so, is this podcast? This was so Shading, early for me. Shading, I've been uh, wanting to get up and get another coffee for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> I can go a couple more minutes. Do you guys have anywhere you need to be? Gilbert's no. always can late I for his Can I take a pee break, break, though? Go take a pee break. Is there any coffee? We Joe Rogan this thing. Shannon and I are still going to talk. You guys take a break. and then when. No, but before we move off topic, you know, it's moment from our sponsors. I'm going to talk. About wow, 301 episodes, not one sponsor. Wow. Oh, now Dave's feeling insecure. I'm sorry I'm not on Tiger Belly, you I fucking didn't say, I famous didn't say, fuck. That was him that said that. I'm sorry I don't have the credits I'm of being on, on Facebook Belly. Watch. Guys, this podcast is brought to you by Ridge Wallet. Check out the promo code Ridge wow, Wallet. Let me see that. At, what is this podcast called? SAP. Can, I, can I take a look at that? I'm throwing out the fucking window. Oh, that's actually Shout out to Theo Vaughn. What does he sponsor Ridge Wallet? I'm gonna get more coffee real quick. Keep going. Okay, I we just take a full break. Coffee is totally empty, Dave. You have to make. I gotta take a full break, but finish your thought. Oh, that baby steps. You know, it doesn't mean like that you 
overnight decide to start saving seventy percent or possible. you know complete one eighty lose weight whatever like it's all about baby steps. Dave Ramsey talks about that, and for like the past. I don't know, eight years or something, I've been saving 20% of a paycheck or that's been my goal. And cool. I haven't always right. met it, mm-hmm. but I just kind of decided that I was going to put that away into my savings account each month. And, and, um, you know, it's like, it's just as simple as like getting started is what I'm saying yeah. that it, it's baby steps and don't get overwhelmed by looking at the big picture. You have to know everything. Just one I just can't the other. work towards something that I don't know what it is. If I don't know that it's a tangible thing, like mm, that's why working in comedy. Yeah. Is you need like, to have a goal. You, you can set this goal and you can go, I'm going to get there. But like financially, if I'm like, if, if I have something that I want to buy, if I know I have a trip I want to take, I can set aside a certain amount of funds yeah. for each week because that is a tangible thing that I know on this date is going to happen. If I'm just going, well, let me set up for my retirement fund. Fuck that. Let me get that f- however much money is in that – what do you call it? FICA? 401, 401k? 401k? FICA. Yeah. I've got What one. is that? That saggy account? We're going to do some research into how creatives can save because it clearly doesn't fit on your typical business model. I do like the idea of these new apps that they've got coming out, like the Digit app, whatever those things, is because they, it does it in the background. You don't even notice. Yeah. Well, it's like, like acorns. Look, is that one of those yeah, things yeah. that like, if we wanted to up? be super frugal, like I spend forty dollars a month just on this podcast, not including the time and energy that it takes. But I the spend, podcast I spend forty dollars a, a month on bullshit. I did buy a pair of boots the other day for no fucking reason, and all I do is clop around my apartment in them. <laughs> I would love to see that. Just like YouTube okay, live stream together. I want to show you my new okay, boots. Here's really cool. the rule: we're allowed to take a break, but no one can talk. Okay. Okay. No, no talking. I'm talking. All right. Wait. I don't give a I, fuck. Are about you going to make? Coffee? I'm taking a break to make yeah, coffee. Yeah. He's going to okay. make coffee. Right. And I'm How long has this been though? Yeah. We'll be right back. Bye. I remember with Channing uh, doing that scene when we were rehearsing for the Bud Light thing. Yeah. I just turned it back on. No, it's not. Just it's going to be ready in a minute. I uh, and I remember he did this like Hispanic character, and it was so fucking interesting. Like, you, all your mannerisms were so spot it's on. Dave's never heard a Mexican person talk. I know. He avoids them. I'm like, talk. when you see magic for the first, shitty magic for the first time, you're like, this is incredible. Yeah, I've I realized lately that I love magic. Yeah, <laughs> magic is awesome. Have you been to the Magic Castle? No. Crystal, my roommate's in the You haven't been you. to the Magic Castle? No, Crystal Have we invited you? And uh, she lost them. No, you got to come with us. Who, who's your guy's friend that's a magician? He's the tall ginger I know guy. a lot of people. Tashi's was an exit. I got a lot of people. Um, no, I used to be a magician's assistant. So I made sense. some friends. Really? Whenever they're performing, yeah. You got it's, cut in half? Yeah. So you, how's it done? Damn. How is uh, it done? Oh, it's not an NDA. Is, is, it like, is it like when you join a fraternity or a sorority and that you have to take an oath and you can't yeah, tell the Yeah, there's a magician's oath. There is What's a magician's called? oath. Um, but yeah, I, I did sign an NDA. Ugh. Is it still... Active, active or is it no one doing? <laughs> Tell us how you're cut in half. I really do want to know. She knows Justin um, Willman. Willman. Mm-hmm. His I, Netflix show. It's funny. It's really good, it's isn't up. it? it that, that's the new one that just came out? Yeah. Here's yeah. I watched pro- five minutes of it and I turned it off. Here's like my it? problem. I said, this it. is edited magic. It's that, not real magic. That's the only thing that threw me off was like, it's. I don't. I think it is real magic. It's just that it's so edited, you can't Dude, tell if it's real or not. That first scene oh, where he takes right. the cell phones and he re- releases up, up into a balloon. It's a quick edit. Remember that? Dude, that is a bullshit trick. Those were fucking actors. I watched that and just immediately turned it off. I saw a couple actors in there. Dude. Really? During, during the black guy, uh, white guy switch, you know, where they, the guy <laughs> pretends he's a vil- invisible? I well, obviously. I saw someone, I was like, that. that's Second City, the guy in the back. He's at Second City. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, wait, so one, a, one of the people that was in the audience? Audience. 
Well, that makes sense, though, because all of those people had to be in on the joke. So, like, oh, okay. you know, how they do, like, flash mobs, right? Is they, like, put out a casting and say, do you want to be a part of this flash mob? Blah, blah, blah. You know, because oh, people yeah, have to, like, prepare in advance. Yeah. You had to tell no, all these people. One of the tricks that I saw him do, the person that he was m- tricking, pranking, whatever you want to call it, was a fucking actor. And you could see right through it because he, it was, like, this hood-ass black chick. And he takes her phone, puts oh, it in yes. a balloon, and she goes, bro, that's my Samsung Galaxy 9 right there. That's my Samsung. Give my phone back, bro. Give my phone back. She's not going to just keep talking about it. She's going to smack that dude also, the head. Also, talk about a Samsung sponsorship. Yeah. That's my Samsung Galaxy Note. Well, Samsung <laughs> Galaxy Note. I, I use AT&T and get incredible <laughs> cell phone reception, <laughs> even when no, it's up in the balloons. I bet you it has four stars. Go watch that episode. No, it's, we it's did not, We did watch that episode. It's, but a, fun show. it's a fun show. I've seen a lot of magic like that. And, you know, a lot of times it's sleight of hand. I don't know exactly how that one was sure. done, but I have been blown away specifically by Justin's tricks. And I even was his assistant before. Oh, and I still live. don't know how... A lot of things work. I know how some things work. I don't Do know, know how, how a lot the, of things cl- the work. The clothes went where he changed the clothes in front of the kids. Because he did it on Ellen. I didn't Your know coffee's right if you want. I've, I've seen tricks similar to that. And no, I don't really know how they work. But, um, but yeah, what I'm saying is, I like maybe that person looked like an actor, but I don't think they were actors. I, and I don't think, and I don't think, you know, you're complaining about the editing. I don't think that like I think it's, it's so edited to make it work. We're talking it's about like the new show If you were there live, it would be all happening. Live. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I believe because I know Justin from like just the scene because my friend. I'm like he's legit. But it's just the to, way magic with Susan. Love that bit. I'm going to have to uh, move us along from this because I don't know if anyone in the audience has watched this. Well, Netflix check it out show. on Netflix. It's called Magic for Humans. But we all love magic. Starring Justin Wilman, <laughs> created by Justin Wilman. My problem with the magic, with the comedy, the, the magic castle, is that the magicians are so creepy. One guy hugged Tasha and definitely put his hand on the top of her ass. Hey, I'm a magician. Also, I'm a tick. I'm going to bop that ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you can make her lime disappear. Hey, folks. Uh, uh, Dave. No, they are super, like, dude, come on. I was in a fraternity. I'm in comedy. I understand, like, dudes using, uh, yeah, I'll take a little bit. I'll, I'll, can I get some uh, coconut cream? Or it's did you fridge? bother to restart that again either? I did. No? I restarted okay. the camera. So for all those watching on YouTube, hi, how are you? Hi, guys. Uh, so what, so, so uh, we started, we we're about to wrap up the episode, and then Channing got a little uh, defensive in some of the talk about self-improvement and i think we need to shine some light onto a baby brother over here because look i've got i've got my brothers i've got a brother in high school and, and my brother jameson's gonna be a senior in college and all i wish for them is is for the thirst to like get improve themselves that i had when i graduated college i was big on the wayne dyers and the this and the that and it's wayne dyers yeah i've never heard of See, wayne dyers you guys don't know wayne dyer what is that how do you That's not you don't know wayne dyer are you guys fucking kidding me? Is this a Never person or a diet? What is it? Wayne Dyer was one of the best. I mean, he was like Oprah's main guy. He was just amazing. And he died a few years ago. He, he, I've got all like so many of his books. Basically, it's just like law of attraction and, and channeling that higher version of yourself. And when there's an issue and something going wrong, like look inward and try to fix yourself and don't just worry why the world's fucking you over. That's it. Now Oprah has Deepak. Oh, this guy. But well, Wayne, see, I don't. I don't get, like, upset that thing that the world's fucking me over or anything. I try to be the best version of myself, and I know the things that I like to do, and I just try to continue doing those. I For sure. I don't need, like, constant self-reflection or constant meditation. I think all those things are great. But how do you know you're being the best version of yourself? You have nothing to compare it to. Well, what are you comparing <laughs> your best version of yourself to? How do you know that you need couples therapy, pre-marriage therapy, to know that you're being the best version of yourself? For your- because I can feel in my relationship there's tension. 
so I know that, well, it's just course correction, really. So it's like, and then various people have different, like, I guess, here's, here's a dirty filter, here's a clean filter, how to be a closer to the clean filter. I guess that. Yeah. Well, yeah, just like you were saying about, like, reverse engineering it. It's something that, like, you know, he's dating to get married because he wants to get married eventually. You would have to do premarital counseling anyway before you get married. So it's like, I guess it's just like, you know checking it out what is like dipping your toe in the yeah, water yeah it's almost like it what out. came first like you're gonna if 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 you want something you start to do the things you can like if you want to be on tv as a funny funny comic on snl you look at everyone who's gotten snl before they do groundlings they do uh second city they do all these certain things and then you kind of try to emulate people till you find your own path i guess so and and and, and we're guilty of not you know we're guilty of being lazy with with our with our with our improvement as a couple i would say i work on myself i look at myself but as far as like looking at you i look at you as a as a um as a separate entity and with marriage counseling it's like we're intertwined like gilbert said like i look at you as like how can i fix you thank you so much how can i do the things to make you happy and that's kind of just like a passive codependent way to look at it when i need to look at like well how do i find my happiness and how do no i think the the, what it should what your goal should be is thinking of us as a unit where it's like what how can i do the best thing for us long term you know that's marriage is commitment saying that like you're gonna choose each other every day you've decided like okay we're always gonna work this out and we're always gonna try to do the thing that's best for us not me or you anymore not separate us speaking of us channing is part of our family gilbert as well but my uncle, but with, me more. <laughs> but with Channing, we've had so much growth in the last couple of years. We had the we had the yep. unfortunate um, accident where Channing's dog was run oh, over. Oh, dude! How long ago was that? While we were camping, It'd be two years this October. Two years this October. Jesus. And and I, we loved you before then, and we love you. Sure, as I think that much that, now. that shit definitely brought Dave and I for sure. The three of us definitely as well. I just don't see you as much, Tosh. But like that definitely grew our relationship. Well, like, I had to buy a new T-shirt. Yeah, I fucking was, had to wear. My you were t-shirt. with him. Yeah, we had to go oh to the yeah, to bed together, and it was one. It was an instance where they saw the whole thing. Like, <sighs> was your girlfriend there? Mm-hmm. Shitty, oh my shitty, God. it was the four of us. Shitty all around, shitty all around, in an accident that in, in no way at all could have you know. It, but it's like what the world gives you these things, and with dogs, like with Tasha, with Boone, he's nine, and he's only going to be in our world a few more years at at the very best scenario. And we have to look at like, well, dogs are there in the short term to show you how much you can love someone unconditionally. It's a good example of how we can lead our lives together. And in our industry, we're for, we're forced to have so much. Um, rejection and there's all this cutthroat this and that that we have to remember like as humans we need to be like the best versions of ourselves and and give that to each other with relationships i think we intend that at the at the base we intend for that but shit gets muddy yeah like it's it gets things get ugly in relationships and like we get we have to deal with other people's uh-huh. successes and then their failures and there's just different levels what are you typing uh, i'm googling <laughs> a quote I forgot and, who said and, it. I think I know, I with Channing, I uh, wanted to I, mention I, it was who I thought your, it was. your failure this year, which will will absolutely turn into a greater success. Absolutely, was yeah. was basically, I mean, not you know, not being passed to the next level of, of improv, which you've studied for years. Yeah, well, was I was passed improv? It was, it was another. It was basically not being accepted. Let's educate him. I hate, uh, I hate how he keeps saying improv. And, yeah. In Groundlings, if you can briefly Sketch, describe, yeah. it's just, from, it's like a pyramid the where like uh, eventually they only accept so and so people, yeah. and it gets to a small group of people and you were literally at the door waiting to get in and then if you're well, not accepted a, a little, there i got cut prematurely but i mean there was two more steps basically but still it was i should have been and i'll say this everybody who knows me there knows that i should have been moved on i didn't it happens 
and yeah. I, I've had to accept it and move on. But it's like losing. It, I haven't felt that bad getting cut from mm. there. I haven't felt that bad since I lost Patch. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. And, and I've been cut from baseball teams in, in college where, I, and I only knew those guys for a month, and I was cut, and I felt a horrible way. You spent years building these relationships and this talent and all that time and energy like how do you how do you recover from that did you have a set plan or did you just kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps um there was no set plan because it's just one day you get a phone call and then boom and i mean is it emotional telling crystal telling people around you like that you failed yeah did you share did it feel like failure yeah i don't mean i mean there was like a bunch of people waiting to get results so like all i had to do was you know just send out texts like hey this is what happened i had to really process it because like when i first got the news i couldn't even speak i was so shocked like because i thought it was a sure thing i had other people saying like oh you're gonna be in main company someday I was getting messages from main company being the 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 yeah, explain groundlings really quick for people the institution and like um, what is Sunday and what is main. The way the groundlings works is you go through three levels of improv training. There's basic, intermediate, and advanced. At the every level, you have to get past. And I did not get past at my basic level when I took it last year. Just say, just to, yeah. in context, so I did not even make it through the basic context. level. You have to get past, and then you start doing um, sketch writing and sketch shows, and if. Once you get to that level, it's one and done. If you don't mm. pass, you're just done there. And then after you do the two levels of sketch writing and performing, you're either done with the school or you're asked to become a member of the Sunday Company. The Sunday Company is like a junior company that performs every Sunday. They write a brand new sketch show. And from there, they choose the main company members. And you Alumni do six month- being Will Ferrell, yeah. Christina Wig, Christina Wig, Christina Wig, Christina Hoffman, Pee Wee Herman, and everyone yeah, else. Paul she's Rubens. Cake Factory, yeah, yeah. And you do six-month intervals in the Sunday company, and they make cuts from there. And yeah, so that's the way it works. Yeah. Um, What's, so basically- where do you go now that you're pretty much kicked? Like What I did... Um, how do you pro- wait, really quick, how do you process that? Like what what do you It's rough because you build like that was my first introduction into comedy and into performing. I had never even stepped foot on a stage other than like little school performances. That's your that's your home. Yeah, that was my home base and like I wasn't a performer Damn. before I went there, so I wanted to go and bring that shit full circle. Like it was a sense of pride. And I and I realize now like that ignorance is pride or pride is ignorance, whatever that phrase is, mm. because you can have that goal and just losing it doesn't mean that it's the end of the road. What yeah. I did was I jumped right back into another theater and started and immersed myself in that. And then eventually I go. got um, I got the NBC Scene Showcase, so I've been focusing on that. And then I'll just be back doing stand up and improv at other theaters. Yeah, sketch. You know, it's a different style that I'm used to. Yeah, but it's also making you more well-rounded, too. With, imp- yeah. with stand-up, we don't have that one gatekeeper that you do if you're studying at a specific school like Randlings or UCB. Like, There's plenty of clubs. Like, I don't go to HaHa in the Valley because I know that the, I don't, the guy doesn't like me. Ken Jeong's there. He's going to kill it. it. But it's just like, so it's like, but it's like, then I got this home. And with that, it's like, it's almost like you put all your eggs in one basket. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you don't have those eggs now. It just means you need to find another basket for those eggs. Right. Like, your talent level is like, it's up there. You, know yeah, you should I mean? write it, your sketch show and bring it back. That's what... That's a, a thing that's tough about comedy in general is that you have to have a place for an outlet. You know what I mean? Stand-up is a little bit easier because you can stand anywhere and do <laughs> stand-up. Have a know, living room go show live in Chicago. They're going to be doing improv and stand-up on the fucking trains, and you're going to want to jump off. But with something like <laughs> Sketch, you can, people are always like, why don't you just start your own theater? It just doesn't fucking work that way. You're not going to, you know. Didn't someone just start their own theater? The people that broke off of IO? The pack? The pack, right? I don't know. Well, because IO closed, right? Yeah. IOS. Well, and in, 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 regardless, in, you, need, you need these establishments in order to... Human nature has the need to develop hierarchies. That's mm. what a lot of people are studying now because like, naturally... Interesting. There are Is your name Jordan Peterson? 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally ripping him off. But it's true. Hierarchies are true. And with, with these comedy communities, they, they, they pluck and decide who they need and who they want, and they throw the rest aside. And it's like that energy of like you being like, bro, someone in that fucking place decided I'm not worth it. And that's energy that doesn't need to be used in a negative way. It just means to be like, I'm going to double down that I am worth it and on people that do care about me. I mean, I've had to deal with that with like, you know, you'll see other people get uh, into certain festivals. I mean, I got rejected from a festival this year where they just, they, in the rejection letter, it said, dear parentheses, comedian's name. Comma. I saw that. And I go, and they didn't even put my fuck. And I know it was like a MailChimp error or whatever, but it's like, okay, cool. That's hey, bullshit. MailChimp is a sponsor. They do podcasts. <laughs> Don't talk shit about them. You know what I mean? But it, that's what it was. But it's like, that's like, okay, fine, cool. That's on my list. My That's on my bulletin board of people that don't want to vibe with me. And I'm just going to keep crushing it and with my own fucking I just thing. watched an interesting thing last night. It was Michelle Obama. She was giving a talk at Love like a arms. school or something. Yeah. But she was like, uh, she was telling a story about how when she was in high school, she was applying to all of these top tier schools and her like guidance counselor who or whoever was like mm, you're reaching a little high like you know that you i don't know if you'll cut it at these schools maybe you should set your sights a little lower and she ended up getting into her dream school and then she got there in the fall and she was looking around and she's like i'm as smart as all these people why did so-and-so think that i like couldn't hack it here and so because she like was there and thriving and had this confidence of like no I, I fucking fit in here. Like, I can do this. That by the time she graduated, she was like, I can do whatever I want. There's literally nothing that, no goal that is too lofty for me because mm-hmm. I've already proved that, like, all these people thought I wasn't good enough for this college and I, I graduated whatever there. Yeah, yeah. I At think a certain that's... point with all these things, when you get older and you, you go through all these processes to be where you want to be, you realize you're in the same circle as the people you once idolized. Mm. That you're right there wow. on the doorstep. You know what I mean? If not, even st- like when people get their success, a lot of times they lose touch on what made them successful. Not in not all cases, but with comedy, a lot of times you just start performing in front of your own audiences and it becomes this echo chamber of like who loves you. Whereas like the guy like in the in the war zone fighting, doing shit shows in front of doesn't really even realize how valuable they are because it's like this resistance training so insane. And then you just get to a point where you're like in in, in in the book that I've been reading called The Talent Code, they, they, there's a term for it where it's just like this holy shit moment where everyone else sees how fucking great you are, but it doesn't mean anything to you because you've seen all the failures to get to that point. Right. So like everyone's it's like, about, oh, Dave. You're- like learning how to turn your failure into motivation. You know? Mm. Like some people, they get cut from the dance team and they never dance again. And other people go somewhere else train somewhere else and keep on trucking. You know, it's interesting to hear Bobby Lee talk about that. So Gilbert, I might've mentioned it, but you, you are part of the, what's your official title on the tiger belly podcast? Bitch boy, bitch boy. Definitely (laughs) for sure. was bitch boy. Um, he calls me flat face gook. Uh, Dave, don't say it. Dave, <laughs> I know. I know he had an inkling. He was like, "Can I say it? Can I say it?" Don't FFG. Say it, Dave. <laughs> FFG. His uh, bottom lip was touching his top teeth <laughs> for that F. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he. Uh, I'm his like. I guess the third wheel. So him and his very similar to you guys. Uh, like to find on the podcast, create controversy. I'm like the third wheel mediator, also audio engineer, also co-producer and merchandise. Is person. that why you become? You seem really introspective into like. Couples therapy is that where you? Because I don't remember you being I like watching them. I'm years since I've seen you. Yeah, you you like you have you know the right questions to ask and then how to sit back. I think I, yeah, I think part of it was like also just watching them and they openly are very open like you guys. They admit like their flaws, but sometimes I feel like they don't um, necessarily. They're just content with it. They're like, well, it works. And for me, I realize 
I started looking at myself and being like, oh, shit, like, I'm also content at certain points. And why am I not pushing harder to fight for certain things? Yeah, because you don't want to be complacent. Like I don't, I I feel like I tend towards being like a lazy person, yeah. and I don't want to be a lazy person. Well, I don't want to be fear, content. Tasha's like, got the fear of failure. That's a that's a good I fear. A I live fear. in fear too. But a we, lot. It motivates you. We feel we fail all the time. Like we don't even understand the gift we have of failing all the time. I'm gonna go. I'm a, I have a hot sauce audition at five. I'm not gonna get it. A what? Hot sauce. Yeah. Why Tabasco, did you say, bro? But why did you say a hot sauce? Hot sauce. Because I know I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there. I just I just did I just Dave, did a Dave, target Dave, relax, audition. Dave, relax. Where I had Dave, to dance. Dave, relax. Dude, yeah. Tell us. What the audition is for? Tabasco. I, hot sauce. Okay. I don't even know what Dave, brand of hot relax. sauce. Is What's it Tabasco? The What's the line? I don't even know till I get there. And I'm like, hmm, hot sauce. And Isn't that funny going into an audition that you know you're not going to get? But you're like, it's good for me to just be there and do it. I fuck, Dude, I fuck around. I feel like it's way better Why do actually we do to that? walk into an audition with that mindset. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I, this bro, isn't yeah. right. I'm not right for this. Blah, Usually blah, blah, I don't feel the care. same way. I auditioned for a play that was co-written by Jerry Seinfeld the other day, though. And I had that I had that mindset like, fuck it, I'm not going to get this. What's the deal with stages? And then I start but thinking like, maybe because I have that. Off. It does. And I start thinking maybe because I have this mindset, I might actually do good. And I'm feeling kind of good. And then I walk into the room and somebody steps in front of me and I have to wait to get in front of the producer. And it totally threw me off. And I fucking bombed. It was on the main stage of the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. And, and those bombs will happen, but like how many times, like I literally, sure, like it'd be nice to get the 20 grand or with a hot sauce money. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to be like, have that fucking hot sauce money. But really, do I give a shit? Is it going to make me any funnier the next step? It's just a quick thing of cash. When we went into this Royal Caribbean audition, in which we booked, we both got to go to Mexico for Dude, a week. You guys are building quite a resume with these like travel. Couple, All the other right. shit didn't pay. This one did. But that was like, I was making fun. We were just fucking around. I was keeping Tosh and it wasn't I knew what I was doing I was, I, I was keeping Tasha loose and we had fun with it and it totally played and they, they booked us and they, they booked us because we just looked like we weren't going to be high maintenance and it's like and, and by not caring about this fucking hot sauce thing I'm still going to show up stop saying that hot sauce What's wrong with your H's? You're I totally know, giving up on us. I'm white, man. I'm a fucking hot sauce, sauce. kid. But, but that, what was the whole My point of it? Is that, is that we're okay? Fail, we, we literally fail and bomb on stage all the time. I'm going to do five sets tonight. Dave, I'm going to bomb Dave, three Dave, of Dave, them. Dave. But Tasha's afraid we to fail. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a we bombing situation. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Look how sad he got. He goes... He goes Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Dave, Dave loves to be so self-deprecating, but the second you give him a little bit back, oh to my him, god, he hates so it. And then he gets this face. Go to this face. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Are you kidding me? I love when people shit on me. No, actually, <laughs> he's this got was sad again. This was happening last night on the podcast where he was like the, on our three hundredth episode. Who was your was, guest? It was just us. Ooh. And uh, he was he was like kind of digging into something. And I was like, if I give you true responses right now, it's not going to be a good look because you're going to get super defensive and sensitive about no it. No way. I yes. cr- I'll cry. When's the last cry. time you really cried? I cried last I night. I cry all the time. This, um, uh, uh, an no, audience no, member. Uh, yeah, uh, they literally just heard it. They no, but, no, but they haven't. So I'm going to say it quickly. We didn't listen to the is, episode. Is we had a, um, we, uh, someone, oh, someone uh, wrote in about, they just got engaged and they, they wrote in a really well-written thing of how it went down. It was funny. It was nice. And I started like getting teary-eyed because it was like this person sharing a, 
big part of their life with us, and yeah. we don't even That's know nice. them. That is kind of it was nice. just it was just cool. really cool. And I like I I I look at I get so much big picture when stuff like that's going on. Like even as I'm reading it, I'm like, what a special moment that we get to share with this stranger who knows us so well. Zoom up on her face, camera. That's yeah, that masculine. <laughs> energy, like, I don't give a fuck. Next. <laughs> I don't give a shit when you're getting engaged. When am I? If if people want to really criticize certain things, yeah, that annoys me. But like anything about like comedy, you want to shit on me or make fun of me. Like I, I do enjoy that. As I comics, do. we're supposed to tell each other that we're not funny. That's in the code. No, you can tell me. Look, it's a great thing about nothing. Bobby. I, tell I get you when told you do I suck every day. So. I tell you when you do and good. I'll, and when I do get a genuine compliment, I do nothing but try to just like skirt it away. I'm accepting it, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I'm, a, I'm an idiot, whatever. You know, you know what I mean? But like Tasha last night was describing me as like a charming guy when I walk into the room. I want to have these conversations and light up the room. I'm like, you've never said that uh, to me, to my face before, but you were describing me in that way that it felt like you were talking about somebody else. So it's like I do like to hear that, but I also like search for that because I do want those close to me to validate me. I don't want some stranger to validate me. I yeah, want you but to. If, if I was validating you every day, 50 times a day, you wouldn't treasure it as much. Yes. As oh. That's bullshit, though. No, no I feel the same bullshit. way. No, I, I would, would think it was insecere if I, I was think like me and all Tosh the would time. Vi- if we were in a relationship, <laughs> we would vibe perfectly. <laughs> Are you leaving me for Channing right now? Is that what's going on? Sorry, Dave. Didn't didn't want you to find out this way. On the three hundred and first episode, <laughs> they break up. Maybe if we recurring get... guest, <laughs> recurring guest, Channing. No, snuck in. I think Show. that's bullshit. Guys, welcome though. back to the Sex Actually podcast. This is your host, Channing Apodaca, with my girlfriend Tasha Courtney. Our guest today, uh, cousin Dave. Cousin Dave. <laughs> Who did I just turn off? Did I turn Channing off? Uh, I'm still nope, here. I'm still there. I'm still I turned Gilbert off. Actually, I'm, am I here? Sorry, you're all back on. Uh, <laughs> Power I trip. I tried to do here. a fun move. I feel like uh, like I want to get back to crying. I think <laughs> you cry more than Tosh does. I cry like at videos on the internet. I yet. cry Me at too. veterans getting reunited with their dogs. Dude, if I see a gymnasium, I know a vet's walking oh. in to greet his kids. I, I feel my tear ducts just go yeah. yep. open wide and you up. know what I was watching the other day? I was whistle. watching a yeah. bunch of videos where it was like couples. The wind hits my tear duct and it goes... Yeah, Dustin I can him. I can spend like 20 minutes just watching videos and crying. Tasha yeah. does cry about actual stuff though like and and i know it it's like an earthquake i know it five seconds before it hits yep i go oh babe what do you and she goes and it just I saw, fucking hits i saw a child get her adoption papers the other day and had to walk around my room wiping that tears. black chick <laughs> little that black chick dave that <laughs> three-year-old girl <laughs> what is it? She was black. What is your yes, brand yeah. these days? Yes. Good God! You a black chick. There was a video so of a white. I know what the video is. Too much Jordan Peterson. Oh what he's my! Doing. There's got no race. There's no race involved with math. Okay, but let me tell you about these really good videos. It's it's couples telling like their moms and their parents and their mother-in-laws and their grandparents that they're pregnant. Those and are good. Really, it was a oh, really good series. You know what of videos, videos I don't that was like? Making me cry the other day. I don't like gender reveals. No, with no, the I, don't need I like that. the fails when they like. The fails are funny, but then I just the get balls. mad. Like you can't hit the fucking pouch. No, I just like the one where the hit guy it. hits it and it, and it hits his chick in the head, <laughs> and then the baby dies. Um, uh, Gilbert, last time joke. you cried. <laughs> look at the bad joke one. <laughs> but Tasha, you cry over real stuff, and that, but not not for a while. I mean, it's taken a while for you to open up, but like you cried before we, you know, looked at your Lyme results. You know what I mean? Like you cried. When? Yeah, because that was stress that had been building in my body while we waited for results for three weeks. But you don't cry when we're fighting. You channel it into anger. But it's the same emotion. You just channel it. You just take a different path than I do. 
Yeah. Yeah. When we fight, it's not even fighting. It's just more conversation. She's better at that, uh, Cindy. And I cry more out of frustration that I don't know how to communicate. <laughs> That's literally, I'm just like, I don't know why. Why can I talk? I'm just like. <laughs> Do you feel it in your throat? Wait, yeah. So your girlfriend sitting there. She's like, this is like, hey, let's talk about then, this thing. And then you purse up and just start crying. The just throat spicy, is like your communication Filipino. chakra. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why, hilarious. like, if you, you ever look at me again and say communication chakra, ooh, I've never hit a woman, I'll hit you right now. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, when I went to Codependence Anonymous, I couldn't talk and it was in my throat. I couldn't share with strangers yeah. how codependent, how, like, sad mm. and, and, like, hurt I was. And, yeah, it's crazy. Like a bubble, like a big rock in your throat. But when people, oh, yeah, like dude, I literally couldn't get it out. And some chick, some some big black lady goes, You, sir, are codependent. And she laughed at me, but then we hugged. Dude, and I cried. you are the same as Bobby Lee. We just we just talk about it with him every time he tells a story he has to mention the person's race. Why can't you though? You can't. I'm just it's just so funny. It I does was, paint a picture. It made me feel like she was a more welcoming woman for whatever reason. Like a big. Yeah. Black oh, chick. she's like you, sir, oh, codependent, and she had like this <laughs> lovable. Accent. Yeah, I don't, and I am, and that's and 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 all that. But uh, we've also fought in the past where I've cried, and you've told me I was manipulating you and this, and I understand that that's p- partly your own. I've had to learn not to cry because. It like triggers Tasha into this sort of like thing because you've had to deal with guys that have manipulated you and and forced you to sort of like you know be very demanding. But you because you've been a runner, so they've like literally stopped you. So whenever I fight with you, I gotta not be blocking the exit. I gotta be you know I gotta be like let let you by, or else I'm you're like, gonna fucking I'm try like, to swing I'm like at you, me. dude. I need yeah. time. Yeah. Cindy's like I need to nip this now. We need to talk about it now. I'm, I'm like, like Cindy. But I need why? Time to process when your emotions shit. Like, are hot like yeah. that, because some people seems- like them they can process in the moment faster. Where it's like our emotions, I think. Uh, kind of mess that up, and we also just need time to think, or even some people write it down. Well, she's—you said she's a producer. About. Like I, I value. I think I'm really good with adversity. I, I played quarterback in high school. You, you're. I, I've guy. done. They he, pressure did you. Did he pick did or they something? They pressure you into situations <laughs> where you have to be like ready to go, make decisions, blah blah blah. And that's Dave, the same your way. timing on the snap has nothing to do with your emotional response. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. Like, <laughs> you just want to talk about his football listen, Whether it was developed. <laughs> Days. Whether it was developed there or if it's something like as a comic on stage, you you do have to kind of be like fucking sharp and ready to go. And I think when we're fighting, I want I want to solve this right now. This is my biggest problem. I do not like I've I've given up on like I've I want to resolve fights before I go do stand up. Like I can't do anything creative if this is going on. Yeah, I need time to reflect on my own thoughts to know where I'm wrong. There you because go. if I'm if I'm acting off of instinct. Guaranteed, I'm going to say or do something that is just I'm dead like you. wrong. Like I you. need to stop and go. Okay, like I have to actively think. Is that something you've had to learn to do? Yeah, lately. Because I, I'm, I'm the same way where that's not natural, but I, I do go take a lap, walk the dog, and then go. Okay. I just, I have to sit and process. Like the other day, mm. we were, we were arguing, and it was over text, so it was super petty. And what the hell, text? Well, there were things going on, and she sent me a text that just said, <laughs> I, I think I was just like, there was a things. soccer game on. I was Hockey like, oh great, so you're mad, and she said. Uh, or I said, no, don't be mad at me. And she said, I already am. And I just flew right off the handle and I said, well, don't come home then. Oh, gee. I know. And then I had to. Jay, who are you? What's uh, again? 1940s husband. Yeah, you are a just abusive dad. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> funny? Dinner. Don't you come know, home then. You know what's funny? She totally caught that too. And she goes, yes, sir. <laughs> and I had to go, stop. Oh, she said, yes, sir, like making fun of yeah, me. Yeah, she totally okay. jabbed me. Good for her. Which was a good jab. Oh, and then it. it made me realize how petty I was being. And I had to go, all right, let's stop. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think I even. Apologize. I think we. I think the phone should know when you're getting heated and just turn itself off for ten minutes. Ooh, yeah. Make that app. Wouldn't that be great yeah. to be like, all right, you've you've uh, used the wrong emojis and you're sounding passive aggressive. Let's take ten minutes off and then it just shows and you. Are, like, on fire. And then it shows you the video of the black shit getting adopted. Like it shows you that, and then you go, ah, oh, life's okay. Um, I think that's good. It shows you a nice video, and then you go back to your communicating. And you go look because I I get morose. I get I think about death, and I go. If we broke up and, like, imagine how sad it would be to not have each other and, like, imagine if the other one just wasn't even alive. Because you can you can handle – I have to smoke weed to feel that type of – You can handle breakup, yeah. but can you handle death? Like, you can handle breaking up with someone because there's still that thought of, like, they're alive and they're doing fine. But when you think of death, you think of, oh, this is not a route, a route I would want to take. I would, I would rather us figure out how to overcome this because I do believe our souls are meant to, like, grow together. Chakras. Even if, even if, in so many ways, we're so toxic. Tosh just broke up with you again in her head. <laughs> She's with Channing. Did you just call us toxic? There's so much that's toxic about our relationship, the way we communicate, and we're so, working through that. But a Britney Spears song. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know. He, so he tried to be hit with the <laughs> pop culture, and he instead he just made UFO sound. <laughs> 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 I'm that a slave. slave. For sure, that's a different song. No, Dave, that's <laughs> slave for you. How old are you these days? Thirty-three, motherfucker. Oh, you wow. look older. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting some grace. No, uh, you, look, you really don't. You look. You look great. <laughs> I'm getting grays too. Yeah, it's all right though. Yeah, I am on the side see. of my head. I get them on one side, only the right side. I get them right here. Really? Yeah. Let me take off my thrift. Well, store how hat. old are you though? You're young. Yeah, how old are you? Uh, I'll be 30 on Thursday. But you got the good hair. Oh, too. Happy birthday! Thanks. Yeah. What are we doing for your birthday? I don't know. I have uh, just all day invited? rehearsals, and then uh, I'm free at night. Let's go bowling. Dude, I've been bowling so much lately. I don't know why, but that's like been my release. Hey, that's let, been my stress release. Let me take you to some Korean barbecue. Let me take you to some Korean barbecue. I'll do that. Where too. I I need yeah I need your uh, Asian recommendations because I've been going I'll to Mana downtown, which is good. There's no, a place on it, Vermont. That's in, that's in a little Tokyo. That's in a plaza. Great karaoke next to it though. What's the place on Vermont that we went to? Kings or something? Parks. Parks. Oh, Parks is the number. That's like the OG. Like Jamie yeah, Chan. Dude, yeah, I would be happy with some fucking Sizzler. Dude, why don't they do breakfast Korean barbecue? How badass would that be? I don't know. Start it. Call it Dave's Korean barbecue. See how many people <laughs> and it has like a white guy's face. <laughs> that would be the name of the episode. Dave's Korean barbecue. That would probably kill. That would be the ultimate troll. Just a white guy's Can face. Can we get uh, the bulgogi, one plate of the flat place gook, and uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, light on the gook though. Just, just light. Just enough so I can taste it, but not don't absorb. Okay, all right. If I do it, Dave. Right. Can, can we edit me out saying that? Yeah, you're gone. Great. So what do we? So all right. I think we should get out of here. Are wait, we good? Wait, twenty nine. Wait, you turned thirty this Thursday. Yeah, and then you thirty three. Yeah, you guys both look good still. I just turned twenty nine last week. Did you really? Yeah. See, oh, your last year of your 20s. Are you only 29? I'm getting alopecia apparently on the side of my head. That's just the scabies. From stress. Oh, losing hair? Are you holding? You, yeah, it does look Why a are you light. stressed out? That's how I like, base my well, whole Well, let's talk about you real quick. My hair are you still with the same <laughs> management? Yeah, a whole lot of stuff happened with that. But like you, you, they had you writing a script that you... No, I wrote a script. You wrote a script. I'm shopping right now. It's shopping. at an undisclosed place that I oh, should nice. not say. Netflix. Yeah. I just look forward to the day that we can all create something fun. We can't. What's holding you back? No, no, no. I, okay. Your schedule. No. Why, why would my schedule hold you back from creating I know, something fun? No, yeah. Keep, keep pointing fingers like, at this. I mean, we are creating I just noticed fun. this. It's like her. It's like, you say this stuff. Where's the action? Yeah. I have no excuses. Christ. I get tired of hearing excuses for why things can't work. If we, listen, if we because meet. Because really, uh, you set your own limitations on yourself. The fuck? I was saying a nice Jordan pleasantry. Jordan Peterson would be disappointed. You're right. No, you're right. 
Uh, well, I would like to do something where there's like uh, the cur- curb your enthusiasm style, like looseness, but like just situations. Take I the think, lead. You know, I don't take know. the lead. Lead me and Channing. Do we have yeah. enough diversity? We got Filipino and we got American Mexican. Is that, is that what you call it? Mexican descent. That's oh racist. Yeah, sure. and we got the one racist guy from. And then I and then I have um you know New England uh, white. Uh, I'm Spanish Basque. Spanish Basque. Thanks. Guys. We got Spanish Basque, Filipino, and American white. Or you can just call me Low in a Totem Pole, as Dave likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to as Korean the Pisces of the Pacific. I still don't believe. I still think you are like sub like something in like, South America. Very uh, Panama-ish. Ah, I have the results. Oh, you did? Uh, My brother did the me? test. My brother did it. Or and his. he did um, family tree DNA because they have the best privacy policy. So if anybody wants to know. But technically, you could so have different genetics. You could have different genetics than your brother. No. How, if they have the same parents. And the reason you a man is better for a man to do it is because you get information from both the X oh, and Y chromosomes. I can see you coming from? Where? Argentina. Oh, I get that. Wrong. What were the results? Uh, like 95% like English and Irish. Okay. And what's the other? And then like 5% Filipino. Like Greek, Italian, Albanian, Romanian. So Eastern European. But Southern, Southern. Southeastern European. How much did those cost? It was like 120 bucks or something. Test. I want one. And then, and then like 1% oh, Finland. I want one for free though. 1% Finland. Wow. So I'm descended so from every, like the greatest fighters of all time. So everything in Europe, like the then. Vikings mm-hmm. and uh, the Romans. Tasha fights like a Viking. No Brazilians in there though. You can't count them out. I wonder what they great fighters. You get a Brazilian on the ground. Good luck. <laughs> Mine's definitely like Spain, something Chinese. Filipinos are not. It's not a normal bloodline. It's all like mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Where do Filipinos come from? Is it were they brought there because of? Uh, I can't even ask questions without coming out front. You can. What are you going to say? Were they brought there because of slavery? Uh, no, they were already indigenous, and but they were raped and pillaged by the Spaniards. Okay, so the Spaniards came, raped and pillaged the in, the indigenous, and then that's what. But where's the Asian? You mean it, they? That, it's a Pacific Island. But like where? Yeah. But like, were they more? Let's pull up a map. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying okay. So like in Mexico, you've got you've got like the, you've got like the Mayans that are very specific like oh, genetics. Melee. And you've got There's the like Spanish melee. came in yeah. and brought it. So like you, you know, in Mexico, you've got like these Spanish Spaniard looking dudes, and then you've got like more your you know Mayan looking people. Yeah. Well, I think in that area, it's just like melee, like indigenous people. But then also a lot of Chinese. It's everyone just like fled there and just started fucking. So everyone's like a mix. But it was like hedonism back in the day. But you can tell who's Filipino. Like, especially if you live in L.A., you can call a Filipino out in a group of Asians. Yeah, because they're wearing a fedora. Yeah. That fan actually made a... <laughs> 24 karat magic in the air. <laughs> they're always just yelling that all the time. That fan made a joke that, like, the Filipino... Are you guys friends with him? No, I just see him at the mic. But, like, that the Filipinos are, like, the Mexican version of the Asians because they're, like, out here kind of just... That's you know what? No, 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 no. We're, like, that, that, we're Mexicans of the it. sea. Mexicans of the Mexicans. sea. I that's just what they call the, us. The Pisces of the Pacific. See? Yeah, that's better than what I was saying. Yeah. I'm out of steam. Um, what, what do you guys have We're to do? We're going to take another break. I, I want to know, the, before we go, I want to know the last time Gilbert cried. Uh, I don't know the last time, but I know the most memorable time, and that was about a month and a half ago, was in my car. Uh, I, was, I saw a homeless person. Oh. I was in a rush to, uh, like, I give money all the time. Like, I was in a rush to, from uh, Sharkies. Shout out to Sharkies. They're a sponsor here? Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, leaving Sharkies, I was in a rush to go somewhere. I took my food. I had cash in my hand. I was going to my car. I saw the homeless. I made eye contact with the woman. And for some reason, I froze and just went in my car and drove off. And then I remember parking on the side of the road and started crying that I did not give time 
to offer to someone else, like even if it's just to talk to them or even hand them the money I had. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, had, I really checked myself. I was like, why would I do that? Why would I separate myself from the others, the other people, whatever they mm-hmm. may be? Wow. So that was kind of like a, a moment. And then I decided like, fuck it. I'm going to go by myself. I headed to Mission Rescue. I'm going to start volunteering uh, down at the, uh, what do you call it? The um, uh, soup kitchen kind of place. Yeah. But what's the area? Uh, Skid Row. So oh, I'll probably, wow. I'm going to probably teach improv classes to the kids with moms out there. Uh, Let me tag team that with you. You can come up for sure. I'm trying to get a group. So I already did orientation. Uh, so there's not enough improvisers out there. Now we have improv and Skid Row. Oh, yeah, for the kids <laughs> that have nothing to do except right. sit there and color. Dude. No, I mean, I'm asking. No, so like. So it broke my heart seeing all that. Dude, is that why you crazy. do comedy, though? Is that your main thing? Like, your main through line is wanting to make people happy and wanting. And like, do you have a guilt? Like, is there a guilt? The, no, no, not a guilt. I think at the core, I was like, I had a lot of my identity in my career, right? And I think that's a dangerous thing. And then, so I'd moved it to, so like. Philanthropy. Basically. But, so basically, like, it's a, it's a, I think at the core, I want to help people. I think, like, why I do, I make people laugh since I was a kid. I was like, oh, because I'm giving someone something. So I always thought, I was like, oh, like, that's what I have to do is make people laugh. But I realized I just like helping people at the core. So for me to just to find different ways, whether it's talking to a friend, going to coffee, or helping at a shelter, or just giving someone something I can offer, that's what gives me the most joy, I guess, in my identity, rather than, like, I have to make it in this in the industry. So I don't necessarily do, like, think of comedy as, like, my end goal. Uh, I definitely want to put projects out, like, which is I'm like shopping all those TV shows and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think I just want to help people. And Channing, how about you? Like, what, yeah. like, what, like, what See, drives you to like want to? You're be, like higher calling. Like, what, higher yeah, calling, what's your yeah. goof? What, why do you? Why, you why? just say who's the gook? <laughs> what's your Dave Neil? Like, what's honestly, your goof? Man. Why do you want to? Why you? Why who you are? <laughs> why you? Why am I who I am? Yeah. Uh, just I've, I've that actually resonated with me. I've always helped or liked helping people, and I've always liked helping or making people feel happy through laughter mm. and all that. Like I used to uh, volunteer with special needs kids. I was told once when I was younger because Where at? Uh, Special Olympics. Oh wow! Yeah, once, and I was told once that like my calling would be to help special needs kids. In high school, we had to choose a senior project where you have to do one job basically. And everybody was like, I'm going to be a guitar builder. I'm going to do like all these kind of petty high school things that you were already into. I worked in a special ed classroom for a year. Wow. That's so, cool. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like not super hard work, but... But in the end... Fulfilling. Rewarding. What, fulfilling. What yeah. would your dream job be that you're your best form of expression of who you are? Like, what would it be? Comic. What do you but mean? Do you, like, yeah. what kind of... Con- like, what? Doing what? I would show, making your own projects. You know who... Live. Who... I don't think – people always ask that question, like, well, what kind of comedy do you want to do? As long as I'm just doing any kind of comedy, I'm happy. It could be live stage. It could be scripted TV. It could be screenplay movies. It could be stand-up, improv, whatever. As long as I'm You would be happy in the, regularly. on a couch making a group of people laugh. Even probably, That probably dude. gives you the most. Yeah. Probably. If yeah, there was some way to live that way, probably. Like, I've never wanted to strive to be famous. I've always wanted yeah. group recognition from a certain – you know, group of people, whether that be at an independent theater and you, you get the recognition you feel you deserve there, or if it's on a grand scale for yeah. you know, the world to see, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just so long mm. as you're making people happy and yeah, if I, if you're getting some kind of recognition, you know, great stability show, that, yeah. Well, the stability you get financially, it's, it's so important to like fast tracking you creatively, mm-hmm. not to say that you need that one, one for the other. So much creativity comes from that desperate place. Like the diamond comes from the pressure of the coal. You know what I mean? Like comedy and, and creativity comes from like having nothing to lose. 
There's yeah. literally nothing to lose. You know, you're you're you to, to your bare bones, like in such a shit situation, which to me sometimes comes from like heart heartbreak mm-hmm. or like family. It's just so it's such a shit situation sometimes that you have nothing to lose. Like for me, if you gave me the option that I can only perform in a 99 seat theater the rest of my life, that would probably be good enough. Like I, I you know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. need to the be problem selling is, though, out arenas. We can say that now, but then you start getting more hungry once you've got that 99 in your palm and you can get them every single night. Then you want. But the good a thing thousand. with comedy is that you, 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 thousand, you change 10, new material. So you continually yeah. can grow even without a bigger audience. You continually challenge yourself. It's like the guy I used to open for would have 20-year-old jokes. And like it's like you know that he wasn't tapping into his creative like itch. He was just like mailing it in, doing yeah. a job, worrying about – probably like a big part of his like behavioral issues because of insecurity, mm. knowing whether it's subconsciously or consciously, knowing that he wasn't like living up to his creative of purpose but you could get away with that back in the day yeah the the mixture of the internet and comedy and just so like media in general has pushed comics to be such like so hard of their own creativity and and force them to come up with new shit like there were road comics 20 years ago who had been running the same shit in their fucking doing doing joke books but as soon as you quit like learning and striving and you lose your sense of purpose i mean that's when you start dying yeah like immediately you know that's like atrophy of the soul yeah you're well you're not you're not uh, expressing you're not riding on the neural highways you created so they atrophy and it's a muscle but um so like, i remember the first time i made like a stranger laugh not a stranger but mrs quinn her name was mrs quinn or miss quinn she was a she was a math teacher of mine in high what school race was she, she almost said white. yeah i was waiting for ginger it. you almost said jewish she was ginger white no this is rhode island this is all you got and um i remember she had mentioned in class something about being that she was a cheerleader in high school and i just started making fun of her to the way where i couldn't i was like oh fuck i'm about to get kicked out of class like i wasn't the type to act out but i just started making fun of her for like just jabbing at her and she and she started laughing and And i was like yeah and i was like oh my gosh i and this is like you know you're 16 you're like oh you can actually like make fun of I know. Um, I'm sure you can do a lot of things. Sell things. This is so fucking- I don't know. Anything you like being arts. Like- what I want from Tasha is Whoa, I want. Jesus Christ, I want her out. to like do the modeling that I know she deserves to do, which is like People that are higher be end like, stuff. What just happened? Oh, you tell them what. I just I was on a rant and my memory card went full because we went an hour longer than I thought we would. Mm-hmm. And what I, is the normal length of this podcast? Usually we go an, an hour. hour. Really? What are we at right now? We're like at an hour fifty. Wow. Well, I don't even know. We're like an hour. See what happens when I come alive, guys. Woo! Well, you got all excited at 55 minutes, and I was like, we got to go into this. Well, you finally I want to come coffee. back every six weeks. Yeah, Ooh. let's make it happen. You're going to come back every be six weeks? Because yeah. I'll get everyone to guilt you for not doing it. Gilbert, I see you every two years, and we've only known each we other hung out four. last week. Oh, wait, don't tell Dave. <laughs> Shit. I want everyone, listen. I'm I on want, Tiger Belly now, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would murder you. You know Bobby Lee? He's right. Listen, <laughs> I want everyone. <laughs> you get a poop shot. Poop shot. I want everyone to be successful. I know Gilbert and Channing, I know you guys are very like well on your path of what you want, and I don't know that Tasha knows what she wants. And I, I want don't, kids, Dave. No, I know Tasha doesn't want to she sit at home. She wants a $7,000 no, ring. What she, was saying, what she was saying when I was uh, turning this uh, back on was that you just want me to be the breadwinner and you hang out at home, and I know you don't want that. I know no, you have a creative Gilbert itch that you're... asked me, like, so no. what's going on with modeling? Like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Are you ready? Yeah. What's your retirement are you, are you age? Because we were talking about retirement. Yeah. I said, I'm new... ready to retire now. Like, what's the next vision of your life? Because that can always be no, modeling. No, but huh? Dave is absolutely right that, like... Like, Thank I'm, you. That's the episode. I'm, we got to go, everybody. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I want to take, what's the longest episode? We're beating that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're probably close. Okay, yeah, we are, are probably close. Um, and 
that, I don't really, I don't, I haven't really identified my mm. true passion. And, um, you know, wild. I don't want to just like pursue things for the sake of pursuing. Like if I don't have that fire underneath me, I'm, I don't stick with something. But I think that's where you're wrong. I think it's in the pursuit that you find out what it is. Sure. Yeah. But uh, you know, trial and error with a few different things, like a lot of stuff that I've thought maybe I could be interested in or be good at. Um, we enjoy, I, I, we enjoy the little things. Like when we make soap, we really, we were really good at that. Yeah. But we don't great. have the economy it. of scale for making soap. Don't you know, limit yourself. Correct. Well, yes. And I just yelled at Dave for setting his own limitations. That's the episode, like, everybody. I can help you get into Jackalope and you do artisanal markets. I'm not even kidding. It's always Why a good Why aren't st- you guys doing like, like flea markets and shit? We're actually, cause f- I, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not going to do flea markets. It's, no. it's a whole weird artisanal thing. market. But here's bro. the thing. Dave won't that- do the flea markets because he's scared of the ticks. That's the episode, hey. guys. Hey. Bite, bite, bite on the booty. Anyways, uh, wait, we're not. No, we're going uh, for no, hours. No, no, we're going fine. Whatever. <laughs> but um, I like we're gonna make we're gonna make a, a Christmas soap for just for the audience, and it's gonna be like a twenty dollar package. It'll be like four or five. So we're gonna, we're gonna do that, but not to make money, just to like create and then see what happens. Or you can just make it part of a tier on a Patreon, so they can subscribe monthly, and then you get that we're twenty get, monthly. We're getting to that. Smart idea. We're getting to that. But but yeah, because people want to support. I get calls all the time, like, "Dude, how do I support the show, the you, this podcast that Dave and Taja have?" Well, I'm like, "Guys, I haven't been on in four years." But, but listen, probably just <laughs> listen. With with Patreon, you only get one shot. My Eminem, you only get one shot to make it uh, to go viral with their like. So if you're going to launch a new Patreon or Kickstarter or whatever it is, you need a certain amount of people there to back it, so it gets to the top of the chain and it can be really successful. But I'm just I'm well, trying to putting that package together. People just want to just literally. I guarantee there's people here like, how do I support this podcast? Even if it's just throwing five dollars a month. Trust me, I think you'd be surprised by the amount of people that follow you guys. I am absolutely uh, have faith gonna, in your audience because I do. Yeah, people. People do love the podcast See? and they email us all the time and tell us how much they love the podcast and what a difference we've made mm-hmm. in their own personal experience. See? So I do believe that, you know, our listeners are want to be supportive of and us. And what I love about Patreon and what I want to do is if, if, uh, if, if we can't afford to spend another day a week putting stuff together, that is a lot of content that we do have the capabilities to do. It's just... Yeah, like I said, I just I'm trying to get it. You know, I've I've said the last couple months I'm I'm trying to like get it featured and do all these other things, and it's just a cluttered market, and it's hard because no one's listening to a podcast and writing an article about it. You know, people are too lazy; they'd rather do do the just do the Patreon. You know that one dude that has a podcast makes hundred thousand dollars a month. Well, the Cumtown makes Cumtown makes thirty five thousand dollars a month. And they're just, three, they're just three, three guys. That very are like, dirty. They ruined their careers, but that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, as soon as podcasts are dead, like, they've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're the really sun, good, though. Really good. How's your resume? Let me see your resume. The come past town. 10 years. And I'll say this, because this, this is the all... last five years on... Come town. <laughs> this is all great, and I love this, but when I do my solo ones, it's like, that's like a form of therapy to me, and I would love to do that, like, every Monday, because I do get, like... Do those have high views? You should do one. Yeah, I, they're the most They're the most responded to. Tori, who wrote in, said she loves... like. People and I think it's because I'm directly speaking to people, but you just get fucking high on coffee and you just talk about shit and it gets a little motivational because there's no one. You're you're it's your own, it's your own brain, so you can recall and, and you know you know you can just yeah, like go yeah. all over the map and it's great and you easily go an hour and it's like hard to think that you'd go an hour just talking. But anyway, can I can I before can I go, just go back to one thing really quick, please? please. And some message for everyone at the podcast, just to ask yourself this question: You're like, well, how do I find that like passion, right? Like. It might not be an actual job, but I would ask yourself, anyone listening, if you're kind of struggling in this season of, like, I can't figure out what to do, ask yourself what really matters to you in the world. Just, like, whatever yeah. that thing. Like, what is something that bugs you? And you're like, I'd like to be involved with that. Penguins. Penguins. <laughs> if it is like, man, I hate how penguins are getting killed off, it'd be like, well, how do I help with that? 
and that may, your creative ability, your whole history of being a model and being in the social media world, maybe that can apply to that specific thing. Oh, yeah. And that would drive Do you not get joy out of modeling? No, I get joy out of making money. Yeah. So, like, yes, modeling is sometimes, like, rewarding, but also it's it can be a very toxic in- industry. And so, like, I have very thick skin. I don't take stuff personally, but, like, it just – you get worn out after a while yeah. of just being, like, what? All these people are so judgy and superficial and none of this stuff even matters. And, and like, you're real, getting – a real person, not L.A. You're getting passed on Instagram by just, like, booty chicks and hoes with fake tits. And but, I hate but that, that shit so much. Me. You no, know, no, that doesn't no, bother me. No, we love you, Arsenic. Me, but it's, like – <laughs> Keep booking her at Arsenic House. <laughs> but, like, Tasha's not willing to, like, play that game where every day you're, she don't you're need crafting to. a new photo. No, no, I'm just saying. It's, like, it's not... Finding a new way to show your but, ass. But what, you, what you're saying yeah. as far as, like, Tasha as a host and as a personality is is when you couple that with, you know, fostering basset hounds, then you've got something. Yeah. What, you know bre- what, yeah, what breaks your heart? If you just if, top your, I know it's kind of a big, what breaks your heart? The first thing you, think, you know what? I, breaks when, your heart. No, yeah. but besides breaks your heart, what I thought of when you were saying all this stuff, like what's something that's really important to you is that nothing gets me more fired up than injustice. Like so maybe I need to, no, explore, like, explore that. like, you know, systemic kind yeah, of yeah. like, um, I don't know. Somebody like a girl getting slut shamed. You know, like it's all interesting. Of this you stuff. have those thoughts. You have a following. You have a mic in your. Oh, it's yeah, we that. talk about this stuff. I would say as, until Dave is talking about Jordan Peterson, we're You're a love Jordan Peterson. I love Jordan Peterson. I love Jordan Oh, he's so smart. I think that he he th- is so- sm- very smart, but like he I, he annoys me in that like I feel like he a just wants to be like the one talking. Like he wants everyone to listen to him. It's not true. And he's very much like a contrarian. I listened to his episode. I thought it was fine. I listened to his one on Joe Rogan, the first one a long time ago after all that stuff went down. And I thought it was good. I think he has like lots of smart stuff. But the more recent things that I've listened of his, I'm just like, what? Give another chance. He's a, I mean, he's, it's, he's everything we need in society. He's not an American, so he doesn't have that sort of slant. And he's like a fucking doctor and, you know, his shit. And he backs everything. Some of it flies from my head after we listen to it. Anyway, but, but, but less about Jordan Peterson and more about you, Tasha. Uh, like, this podcast is great. You're, you're a part of it. This is part of your home. It's, it's in your home and, I, and, and all that. But I just, I just want to – I do want to embrace what you want to do. And I know you don't know what you want to do, but it's the... Pause, listen to that. He really does want to embrace what you want to do. It's the fixed mm, mindset. No, versus, but see, like, wouldn't it be cool to be a travel day. blogger and have my boyfriend take all my pictures? Do it. Who's He's not a, good at taking pictures and who doesn't well, want to travel? Well, now we're just insulting his uh, photo photography skills, which is not <laughs> yeah, that good. But you understand, I, like, it doesn't... Your posts do suck on Instagram. They're always like, oh. But, okay, so look. So I want to I support you, but you can't make me something that I'm not. And, and, and there are travel bloggers that, like, post these cute photos, but it's like, what are they even doing crazy? They're just posting Instagram photos. Like that's a cheat how, code. How about this? Like she They're says, blogging. She, she wants to be a travel blogger, but maybe he can really. Do, would his ability to encourage you might be something different that you're not thinking of. Like he might be able to offer something an encouragement in a different way. I don't know what it is. Yeah. On your website, it's just so, yeah. Know. Like I'm just not going to be the guy. And so like I want to support you, but not like be your producer. Like I want to see you stockpiled you. a bunch of trips. Took a bunch of trips, and each trip you had an episode where you, you just do the podcast on the podcast. Take two years a podcast a vocal blog of how everything was. That would go just, so viral. Yeah. And you could just release them. You take a big trip together, hit all these different spots, and then instead of recording and releasing live, because that would put the Ooh. pressure on to 
have to be constantly doing it. Just stockpile like six or seven episodes and then release it as one season of this. Maybe take, this should... take this podcast on the road too, so you get to get the point of view of like not yeah. just and LA we have people. Take it. Our in the car world. casts are traveling, and like we did a podcast Columbia in Colombia. And... So yeah, okay, this is what we're doing. I have an idea. This is going to help launch. But maybe your... she needs her own podcast or she, her own vlog. She, you know, know what I mean? why not? She's going to be a blogger. She's going to take pictures. She's going to go eat food. She's going to write about. It. She's going to do video vlogs. That's better than doing. Do I can also make you guys internet couple. This is great. I have ideas. <laughs> and you, you fine. You're going to blow up. You're in the uh, showcase. So if you're a cast director listening to this, which you're not, um, <laughs> chatting. But Tasha needs to get through the mindset of failure and not making something perfect. I mean, when we made... No, listen, I think hold on. truly, truly perfection when is we, something that stops me. We made her swimsuit uh, casting video, and we shot it with Kevin Barry, who's an award-winning uh, cinematographer. He's wow. won Best Picture in, in films. And, wow. and we shot it, and Tasha didn't love the way she looked on certain angles, and I understand that. But her own like microscopic look at herself ruined the fact that we shot this beautiful Gotta thing. be careful with that. We shot it. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful. And yeah, she used I've it. done Photoshop work for you, Tasha, and you're... A nightmare. Ay, ay, ay. But do you know, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you see how she's actually like, oh, God. Like, she's <laughs> joking. But, like, Listen, guys, she there. is a fucking gift. Oh, thanks. You're a gift. But you kiss, look. Kiss, no. One, but she one kiss, zooms stop. in and looks at certain things and I go, that, you're beautiful the way you are. And if, she, and if it was up to her, she would smudge herself to just look like some basic whore. No, okay, well, that's weird. not. Okay, that's weird. But but the point is, is that okay. is that is that instead of being you at you at first were grateful that we made this video for you, and of course you paid for the cinematography. You paid you you weren't like we weren't giving you things. I mean, I was I wasn't getting paid for it, but we were oh, helping you. And then you, Eesh. but you your own sort of like uh, obsessiveness over what wasn't working made you channel into why you didn't get it. When we found out, they just wanted a bunch of overweight eighteen year olds because that's who they picked. They did. That's all they picked. They were, it was a whole PR campaign they had, and we were the dummies that thought they wanted a real model who's been working her whole life as a model who would be great on it. Your personality was great. Everything about it was great. We had a great time shooting it. But your own sort of disappointment with but looking at yourself, and it's like, we're all telling you you're great. We're you're all, great, like, I'm being tough on you, but... Real talk? Talking. You're enough. Oh, thanks. Realer talk? <laughs> <laughs> you're more than enough. Ooh. Realist talk? I want you to share it with people. Oh, my heart. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so what and I, and I'm not blaming you for for growing up as the old eldest kid who was had the microscope under you and everything had to be perfect. I'm not blaming you for that. I was lucky enough to grow up kind of under the radar where no one cared if I succeeded or failed so I could take these risks. But as a woman and as a as a beautiful woman, you've been under this women. microscope since you were man. very young. And I and I uh I can't really empathize with that. I I don't know what that feels like, but I know that it's stopping you from just like being funny and being yourself, being the person I see. Individual therapy. I would say too that people are in general like less forgiving of women's mistakes. You know, I like say you, fuck those people. Yeah, absolutely, fuck those people. But like you, of course, like we live in a world where like your value is based on like your facade, your social media presence. You know, the way that you look the best, the way people put themselves out on Facebook, like being real and raw and honest while it is attractive it's also repellent at the same time but why do you have such a high in this hierarchy why do you put so much um value on what other people think because it's correlated to money i don't think it's i don't think i value it i think it's just something that you need to be aware of like we spend our whole lives women being aware of how we are affecting other people you know, I I, that. that's just something that's part of like our DNA what and the way your, that we're raised. What if your life, what if you just 
did the opposite of that? Would you be? And just would you be didn't living, worry? Yeah. Would you be scared? The fear of. I mean, what, what would be the fear to do that? It's just like, well, you would lose what opportunities or something. No, I think you would receive a lot of judgment. I but think the you squeaky would wheel, a lot of, the squeaky like, wheel gets backlash. the grease. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, and it's whenever you go to these castings. When I was in a casting for for, um, I think it was Bud Light. Uh, uh, but my friend Evelina, she went up to the casting director and asked him if she could have some of their fruit. They had a fruit set up. The casting people mm-hmm. were eating. It was all the producers were in. We had a lineup of people auditioning, and she was like, "Do you mind if I have some of that in the fucking audition room?" And we're all like, "This fucking idiot." She booked it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, of course she booked it. Of course she's it's a commercial. Guess what? Because she's yeah, not, it's commercial. She's just doing her thing. Yeah, she, she just doesn't give a fuck. And you don't give a fuck when you're driving. Like, there's certain times when you don't give a fuck. And it's like take that mentality. <laughs> but honestly, as, on the road. as as like dominating as you are, as in with a, with your masculine traits that you do have, when you get into that casting, you're very much like this is the order it goes in, and blah blah blah. And it's like no no no, you're fucking Tasha Courtney. You're not this other chick. Who just came into L.A. Aldoa? You've been around. You, you, your value. Like we booked the Royal Caribbean thing, and I know it's because they wanted photos of you. You're gorgeous. They didn't use anything of me. I was yeah, out of focus. I get me. all that, they, but <laughs> are you just a? Bl- it could have been Eddie. No, guy. I'm not even in. I'm, I'm the fucking like I'm like drowning in the wave, and she, it's on her. But that's the thing. And it, but it's like the reason they got to see the Tasha Courtney that I know is because I went in there with the Tasha Courtney I know. And when they said, "Are you okay with whale sharks?" I said, "Tasha just Googled the whale sharks eat humans," and everybody laughed, and we had a fun moment. It's about him. Killing it. <laughs> killed it. I killed Stop it. Stop putting it on you. But my point is, is like I know the real. I know who she is, and I just want other. I want you to have that in the opportunities where you're being judged in front of a camera or doing whatever your thing is to be the realest version of yourself, not giving a fuck. Being your grandmothers who were divas who didn't give a fuck about other people. And getting to that place where you can use that to not give a fuck and then go make shit happen. Because if you really, truly don't give a fuck and be who you are, you're going to be out there and, and, and no one's going to be saying no to yeah, you. Yeah, and there's no reason really to it, be like censoring your true self. You're it, already making all your money. You've already got it all. It's tough because I feel the same way. I still put on um, a certain facade. That's something I've been like struggling with. It's like, how can I just be my most authentic self? But it's something but I battle. I'm the firstborn child like, too. So it's like always people pleasing to Yeah. Service. Yeah. I think it gets to the point, though, if you don't keep it in check, that you don't even know who your authentic self is anymore. Which is scary. That's yeah. Very scary, yeah. And that's how we end the podcast is we don't know who we are. But that's what is. we're all searching for is, like, how do you get to the place where you're some some old lady on the street just, you know, skipping around or some, you're a kid who's dancing in the rain? I mean, there's you're born with it and you die with it. You know what I mean? If you did things right, you die with that feeling you don't know what I'm talking about? If you do things right, you die with that feeling of not giving a fuck. Something that happens in your, your elder life, you're like, I don't care. I'll just tell you how I feel. And, and when you're a baby, when you're a child, you do the same thing. But in the meantime, we care so much about other people's judgment. And then the people that truly find success, I think, are the ones that are just like, fuck it. This is who I am. And I don't care if Twitter doesn't like it. I don't care about whatever. I'm going to be true to myself. And, and with stand-up, with comedy, you, you have to find that truth, that authenticity. With modeling, they try to make you into something else. And then they choose the one who's not what they try to make them into be. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because I don't know what I mean, so tell me what. I mean. <laughs> no, I get, and, what, I get what you mean. And and if and if the thing that's holding you back is that you don't know how to edit, and that I suck at editing, well, you've 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 worked hard to have the money, and of course you're putting it away, but also you've got the money to pay a friend who can edit or who can do things for you that can help you facilitate whatever the creative thing it is you yeah, want to do. Yeah, but find we don't producer. know what the creative thing is yet, hey, and that's we the will whole find point. It. You will find it. 
You will find it. Yeah, thank you. You will find it. Someone tell us. Write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. What's Tasha's creative thing? I mean, you've already got it. We're building soap. We're doing all these things. You're really good at sewing and making the dog's Halloween costumes. Yeah, you it's seem like, like really crafty. Like, I don't I've know why so much like, woodwork that you've done around here. I see all your little yes. tools. She does all this woodwork. She's yes. fucking like Bob Vila. As a, like, this is very simple. You talked about blogging, travel blog. Have you ever thought about the stuff you make? You take pictures of it. You turn it into blog and you build a... You enjoy like making a DIY stuff. You kind might of as well, thing? yeah. You might as well just record it. If nothing happens, yeah. it happens. But you're enjoying. Not to mention, doing it's it. good for your own soul. Like it's good for your own soul to be creative and to do projects. What and, is this, chicken and, soup, and, Jesus. Anything from a, doing a puzzle thing, which I would fucking hate to do, to like uh, the days. I, I mean, I mean, Me imagine. Ew. Ew. I got a good Harry Ew. Potter, a new Harry Potter. Puzzle. When she's Ooh, let's when, trade off. <laughs> I got a good one at home. Just date already, guys. Fuck. <laughs> Seriously, do puzzle night. That's fine. I'll you can I'll smoke weed and hang out. Um, you, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Is that you, you, you when you're when you're doing th- when the time passes you by when you're making fuck you guys when you're making Halloween costumes for the dog you'll all day will will go by like that and that, that's like that's fuck you. <laughs> what is this hook? It is Wrong getting very hot and sweaty in here, yeah. and I have had to pee for the past. Me too. All right, yeah. so let's wrap it up. Car. No, but pause. What is the record? You do have to move your car. Yeah. What is the record? Um, we're not gonna hit it. I think we did a three hour once. God yeah. dang it! Who did it? Come Jake had a parade. Was another, on this yet? Listen, come back another time, and we'll uh, we'll do like dinner, and we'll just eat and drink, and, and that'll be great for some. Sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> chewing people yeah. chewing. Uh, at yeah, Gilbis on Instagram and Twitter. At the other Channing yep. on Instagram and Twitter. At Tasha Courtney Instagram and Twitter. I'm at D Neils D N E A L Z or Sex Actually Pod. Um, and um, check me out on Netflix. Are you on Netflix? We'll see. Really? Ooh. Hey. What do you got? No, it'll either be on a place that sounds like Betflix or Jamazon Prime or Fulu. It's one of those. Nice. We're gonna end on that. <laughs> That's the episode. Everyone, uh, wait before we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep pushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go, go. Say something. Say something right now. Go. Uh, before we go, uh, the reason I asked why the last time everybody else cried was because I wanted to let you guys know the last time I cried was last <laughs> week when I got stuck in an elevator. Thanks. Wait. Bye. Wait. When did you get stuck? That's it. Gilbert, end of the episode. I got stuck in an elevator and I cried. Will you read the five love languages? I'm going to give you the book. Yes. Okay, just thumb through it, finger through it, and then um, I just like to say finger. Uh, yeah. That's it. Got to pee. Got to pee. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, bro, but we're not really good. Don't hit that off yet. Okay, I'm going to talk a I didn't bit. record any of this. Are you serious? I got stuck in an elevator. Uh, if you guys are interested in this podcast, you still you really do support it. Go. We're going to do a Patreon. Show Dave and Tasha all the love. Let's get a Patreon going so they can do more episodes, more content. It might not even just be episodes. If we can like uh, get a big group together and we like you know subscribe maybe $3, $5 a month. They'll, they'll probably do other video content that they like. Maybe them eating at a cafe, their favorite cafe, and just talking to strangers. Or maybe it's a DIY thing they do together on the Patreon. It's not going to be normal episodes. It's going to be premium content. So let's get that going. Have a good day. I totally ruined your outro. <laughs> say it, Dave. Dave, you're, Dave, say it. Well, I was just going to say, uh, share this on Twitter at Apple Podcasts. Let them know so we can get a feature with Apple. Yeah. iTunes. Yeah. No, so let's get that Patreon going. Bye, everyone. Baby.